Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is Ralph and special guest that comes once a year only Matthew. That's right, Matthew. What's up, man? Um, we'll get to you in a minute. I need to make a disclaimer. This is very nearly a live show. There is cooking happening in the background <laughs> in case people can hear it. And I just heard the chef laugh at that because that's who he is. It's actually and, what he is for once. And yeah. there might, there's a very good chance people will just barge in here at some point. Depends how long we are with our lists. But uh, that's right. I said list. This is our top 10 TV shows of 2020. The dreaded 2020. Well, we're going to invoke our um, our inner space balls here, and we're going to do the short, short version. Short, short version. What, do you, what, does, that, what does that mean to you? What uh, the title, and that's it. We're done. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> F- fuck. You know me. I need my honorable mentions. I need my missed opportunities. Right. The, the, the disappointments. Right. Uh, at least that. Like, that's the bar none. And then, like, you know, extras if we have time, which we I won't. I hear you. I hear you. We won't have time. I'm just joking. I know. But the audience may not. Sometimes. Wow, it's only a 25-minute episode. Right. 20 minutes is the intro. <laughs> 20 minutes. By, just, you just name the, right, the, the just, 10. Just name them. Boom, boom. That's go, so go, boring. Go, 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 go. That's go. so boring. I'm a great guy. Sound good. I need to elaborate. Yeah. So, Matthew, it's been a year. Your yes. beard looks fuller. Majestic. Thank you. The word is majestic. You look like you belong in some cabin, yes. I look like I should be Grizzly sitting Adams. outside, sitting right. outside a lot more. One hundred percent. You look like a lot of the bums that are in O'Hare. Also, <laughs> don't, don't forget to don't forget to eat the for mic. Don't forget to eat the mic. Okay? <laughs> yeah, essentially. So, how you been? Been good. Been Tell good. me something about yourself. Uh, when well, he does it, he thinks about guys. I like long walks in the That's beach. some dogma. What? I like long walks in the beach. I mean, as we know, twenty twenty sucked. Uh, riot season walking. was fun. Riot season was entertaining. So there's always that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right on. Um, now we've moved right to insurrection season, in case anyone missed it. Is that what it is, though? It's insurrection time. Nice. Yeah. So we have all our little top tens and little writing pads. I think Luke, uh, uh, sorry, Roth has it on his uh, phone. Yeah, like a boss. And Luke didn't make it in for the show, mainly because uh, he barely had ten shows. And yeah. not only that, but, uh, you know, he doesn't, didn't care as much. I, I need him for the top ten movies, right. but I don't need him for the rest. I gave him an, an out. Facts. He took it. He took, it. He took the out. And um, and usually in this particular case, what we do with shows, with countdown shows, is that we would give our missed opportunities first. So that way, as you're listening to our top ten shows, you are not asking yourself why aren't they mentioning um, I don't know Snowpiercer or 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 you know Fuckface McGee or whatever that, whatever's out there. Um, and I think that uh, in this case, since we we don't know our list, and I usually come out like learning the most. Um, I'm actually gonna. Maybe try to mention some stuff, but I did watch a lot of the shows that you guys talked about last year that I never heard of or like was interested, never seen it. And you guys sold me on it, like a lot of the anime. Basically, I watched mm-hmm. them. Uh, they didn't make my list because they were not updated. I didn't see twenty twenties. I just saw whatever oh, you guys saw. But um, but either way, so Wait, which which ones? I saw uh, I saw two two or three. Uh, it was uh, Overlord. Nice. Yes. Right. I'm not caught up yet, though. If I had caught up, it might have made my top ten. Yeah. Um, and then I saw um, Overlord. Actually, didn't my favorite one is Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Actually, Jesus Christ, what a good show! What a good show! Yeah, what a good show! Yeah. But they so. they are making a new season, which again, it, which will probably make our next year's uh, list. But um, uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. They're coming out. Oh yeah, this, season this two. Year. Yeah. yeah, I want to do Doctor Stone next. I, I I do the slime one is, is Ralph liked Doctor Stone one. a lot more than I did. Yeah. But, 
I thought it was good. I, oh, I mean, I'm just only in the premise. That's the only reason. Yeah. Oh, no, no, the premise is fantastic. Yeah, the premise is really good. And they're having another season this year, too. So, yeah. So, a little, little geeky preamble before Should we actually be start good. our list here. So, that's why the missed opportunities will come uh, later on instead of, as, of, instead of the top. A lot of Marvel shows. So, uh, too, before we get into our top actual yeah. list, let's um, give them a little spiel here. You can find this episode and all of our other episodes, not to mention our previous year's countdowns, top tens, top fives, whatever we've done before, over at our website, otherpodcast.com. If I have, if I get off my lazy ass, I will have that updated very soon. And uh, it's been actually kind of a ride lately. But um, check it out there for, for that stuff, not to mention our previous marathons, all of our regular shows for the past four years now, and running, and counting. So it's a lot of, lot of movies, a lot of shit we watch, a lot of TV shows, a lot of everything. Perfect. So um, now, let's get to it. Uh, the order will be, Matt, as your special guest, you're going to be first. And then we're going to go with Roth and then myself. Just going to go around the table like that. Oh, right. Um, so are you still scribbling? Do you need some time? I can kill some no, of your time. No, I've, I've got... Uh, I've got <laughs> My my bottoms. Not that it's fucking live or anything. It's okay. You're well, I stepped into an avalanche. It covered up my soul. But I am not this hunchback that you see. Sleep beneath the golden hill You're you're gonna kill me because I'm I'm hitting the one track. Walking Dead's not on here, by the way. But oh wow, that's a uh, <laughs> fucking golf clap I've ever heard needed one. Yeah. Right, but don't right. worry because number ten is still going to be an oldie but goodie Shark Tank because I love Shark Tank. Hey, you already gave your top ten. You already gave your ten. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. He's ready. Yeah. Uh, he's ready. Yeah. yeah. All right. Shark Tank. Oh, that, was I not supposed? You to? Were, yeah, you were. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was going to say like, hey, Matt, what's your top? What's your number ten? And yeah. then oh, I was going to go. Number ten yeah. is uh, Shark Tank. So. Shark Tank. All right. The the typical spiel is. No, especially now with 2020 and all that, economy's really crappy. But it's a good show. It's a good feel, good show. And of course, it's a lot of like, because uh, as, as I'm sure Oscar knows and Ralph probably knows, but like Mark Burnett produces the show like he produces everything else, like Survivor and pretty much every other show in existence that's yeah. like good. So he knows, or that makes money for those to, networks. He knows right. how to like produce a really good show. So. They've got a lot of feel-good moments, but overall, it's good, and it's gotten more quality, at least product-wise and stuff, throughout the years. So, yeah. All right. It's worked out good. You have a favorite Shark Tank thing? Oh, dude, I've got so many Shark Tank products, just even in this. No, I mean, um, in, in, in of 2020, I mean, in, in particular, of the season. Um, One that stands out, I maybe? I, they're only halfway through the season, actually, because I think they took a mid-season break. Yeah, they do like 60 episodes. Only? No, it actually, sounds like they do. It's not like animes. No, they, they didn't. They only did like six or eight episodes. Hmm. But uh, honestly, no, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Probably should have. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, I just wanted to, in case people are curious out there, might want to know. Because, again, I still have not seen it. I'm not going to see it. It's just not my jam um, as far as uh, as your favorite. Oh, it's definitely great background, great background stuff. 
I have plenty of that already. Yeah, so, I do. Yeah, <laughs> there's a that's lot of that. I use, I use it for like background stuff. Like background, yeah, great background shows are always awesome. But yeah, yeah that's that like um, what's that show? The the Bar Rescue. Love watching Bar Rescue. Like background bar show. Rescue. Bar Rescue. Never yeah. heard of it. Yeah, they rescue but bars. I, I couldn't. Well, it used to what be you, Spike like, TV. Are they but bars that are like yeah, it's just like our restaurant rescues and all are that. Are they shit. kidnapped and shit? Do they yes. have to uh-huh. talk to exactly. hostages uh-huh. to bar- what, what, rescue the bars? It used to be Spike TV. What's it called now? Paramount. And I don't have that station. No, basic Paramount cable is doesn't like, offer it. No, basic is, cable is not basic yeah, cable. And I'm not paying a premium no, of just for that. Because so, I would literally only pay a premium for Bar Rescue. And yeah, it's, bar it's rescue a good show. It's good, not that yeah. good. Oh, John Taffer does a great job at that show. He's the man. I mean, just get it. Uh, you could just probably get the seasons, right? On your own, separately? Yeah, you could yeah, probably could. Like yeah, I'm sure you could yeah. still salvage that without buying some channel. Yeah. Yep. All right, so that's your number 10, Shark Tank. Check it out, guys, if you're interested. Uh, um, you're number 10, Rob. So, I'm um, a quick disclaimer. I, uh, I, th- I had 12 shows overall, mm-hmm. and I started on a lot of shows that I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, shocker. And then I did a lot of shows that I never watched before. So, like, not never watched, but, like, old shows. Um, I've been watching a shit ton of Naruto. I think I watched 150 episodes easily. Wow. Um, which is a shit ton of Naruto. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff that I've just been trying to catch up on. Right. Old right. shows. So, really, I didn't have too much new stuff, but... For my number 10 is Altered Carbon Season 2. Oh, really? Wow. Um, yeah, so it's a cool movie. This one, this one is uh, starring uh, Vince Mackey. I should have watched that. He, uh, he <laughs> takes over So he takes over for the Season 2 because um, what you can do in this sh- the show is uh, it's set in the future where you can put your consciousness into a different uh, body. What mm-hmm. they call it sleeves. Yes. Literally, your body is a sleeve. and that's what They don't really consider it. And uh, you can have augmentations on your body. Very cyberpunk, if you if you look at it, or very um, yes, it is very yeah. much that in that aspect. Yeah. Um, and it's a really cool show. And he's just kind of like looking for his at this point, looking for purpose, really. And at the same time, trying to see if he can like just uh, clear his uh, clear his like ty- his name because he's got a lean on his on it. He, he was technically frozen, which is like a way to put you in prison. They just freeze you. Um, and he's just trying to like, uh, but, and I think purpose and also a little bit of revenge and also his mentor. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, a lot of, of stuff cool stuff there. going on. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really cool, really cool show. It's like as a season two. So I mean, I don't know what to talk about. And I think Vince Mackey does a really good job overall um, in this this uh, this show, uh, showing that he can be like a, a lead role, especially yeah. seeing him in uh, what's it called um, as Falcon and stuff like that. So we already yes. know, we already know that he's can be a good supporting role. Right. And, uh, How was he as a lead to you? I guess you like him. He was a good lead. Yeah, it worked out really well. Um, and I, I just like the show, but I like that they don't uh, they don't shy away from going to the past and showing the actual actor who was who he was to begin with his original sleeve, yeah. his human form, right? Right. Which is like some Japanese guy, right? Because like it just who makes... is my favorite version of uh, yeah. Kovacs. Yeah, me too. Kovacs. Yeah. Way, so. it's great, and uh, it's a really cool show. I love the I love just like the premise, and I love the world. And that's what it was well, not even the world because it's like the universe because they're all over the place. I forgot to include it in my list of things that I watched. Oh, did you? It wouldn't have made my top ten. Yeah, but I, I forgot that one. It was a really cool show, and um, I liked it overall. And I, I just like I said I love the premise overall. It's a really cool like premise. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Alter- Altered Carbon season two, and that's on uh, Netflix. Yes, it is. It's a Netflix or original. It is a Netflix original. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna say right here. Uh, I mean, we'll say it at the end as well, but it seems to be like there's one channel or one source of TVs or TV shows that I clearly enjoyed above the rest. Um, it won't come across right now, but it will come across very soon. Probably so, HBO. That, that being said, my number 10 is an FX show. Oh, It's it? The Return of Fargo. Oh, nice. Fargo, season four. Yep. I've never seen any um, Which uh, had a, a really three, good show, by the way. Had a three-year, maybe three-and-a-half-year hiatus. hiatus yeah. um, and I've 
it's a very strange like, show. Like they canceled it and then they're like, yeah, let's bring it back, kind of thing. Remember the mic. Um, in front of no, to have it just in front of you. Uh, what was oh, it? Too far away. Yeah, that's right. I said like like an intentional hiatus, like. Or yes. like they were going to cancel it because they didn't know they were going to bring it back. So uh, the guy, Noah Hawley, who, who created the show, he stopped because he just didn't have another story. So, he, mm. you know, he was like, you know, maybe it's the end of Fargo. Maybe not. We'll uh, see. By the way, I've had yeah. a lot of people at work go like, have you seen Fargo? And I was like, yeah, I'm caught up except for the new season yeah. or the latest season. And they're like, yeah, it's a great show. Crazy. And I have everyone, an iTunes, by the way. Everyone's been telling me like, oh, it's a crazy show. I was like, yeah, I, I've been telling people since it came out. Yeah. And the whole premise is, is based off a very silly premise. Like the idea of it mm-hmm. sounds like you wouldn't watch it. Right. Yeah. Because it's based on the movie Fargo, the 90s Coen Brothers movie yeah. Fargo. Great movie, by the way. Great, obviously. Great movie. Classic already. I mean, I mean you uh, said we're Cole, that old. You said Coen Brothers. We are that old. Yes, we are that old. Now it's classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that movie. And the show is based on Fargo. But it's not based on any characters necessarily. It's just on the world of Fargo. Yeah. And every season is an anthology. You could literally watch season four without having watched season three, two, or one. Right. It does help to watch them. It adds color, but you don't need to. Right. Um, and this one, the story for season four, mm-hmm. I'm going to read just a description of the, of the first episode. For sure. The head of an African-American crime syndicate goes to war with the Italian mafia in Kansas City, Missouri during, ni- during the 1950s. Um, and that's the thing is that they've got to go period many times. They've gone present day only once in the show, mm-hmm. and, uh, but they go all over. It's not just Fargo. That's Kansas City. Actually, they rarely go to Fargo. Fargo is always connected, but it's more about crime. An American crime, and what does it mean? And this one really focuses on the, and very appropriate to 2020, I guess, it focuses on the, um, the racial component of crime and how this, uh, this black gang, essentially, if you want to call them that, yeah. is like trying to, it's like their mafia, mm-hmm. right? They're moving up, they're organized crime, and, you know, butting heads with the Italians, yeah. who are also another form of immigrants, but, you know, obviously less, more, I mean, uh, more acceptable, I guess. Right, right, right. But still, in the 1950s, they were both equally unacceptable, essentially. Of so, and, and that, the dynamics of that stuff was really fun. The show itself, is a, it, it, it loses its focus several times through the season, which is why it's not higher. Normally, Fargo gets higher up on my list. But I want to put it in here because I was really, I enjoyed so much having it back. I miss Fargo. Um, Noah Holly took also a break for not just the writing, but he also did um, that one show that I really like, Legion. He also did Legion. Oh, Legion, between. yeah. That, is, that finished, though, right? Yeah, that finished. Those yeah. three seasons and done. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's why, that's hence the break. And this one has a, a, a really interesting cast. And not all of it works, but I would say the one that works the most is Chris Rock, who plays the head of the, oh, nice. of the African-American crime family, right? It also stars Jesse Buckley, who made my number one list. Him. I'm thinking of ending things. Chris the, Rock the hasn't girlfriend. been in a lot of stuff lately. He's a good actor, I think. Yeah, Chris Rock can, can, he, is, yeah. He can, he can act in this one. If you really want to see him act, this is the one, yeah. I think. Uh, it also stars uh, has Jason Schwartzman and Ben Wishaw, so a really good cast. Which one's Ben Wishaw? Ben Wishaw, he was in Cloud Atlas. He played the That's pianist. Helpful. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you got it. That makes sense. Yeah. He's also Q in the Daniel Craig yeah. Bond movies. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, right. So that's him. So yeah, it's a very enjoyable thing. If you know the Coen Brothers, obviously the way I do, you will love it or whatever. But even if you don't, you can enjoy it. It's funny and also dark mm-hmm. and very bloody sometimes. Cool. So yeah, that's Fargo season four on FX. Uh, Matthew, you're number two, uh, number eight, nine. Sorry. <laughs> now now that I've officially compiled my list, I'm kind of excited because we'll we'll see what we have. Because yes, it's funny because my my old list last year, I was so surprised that at our rankings and that I actually had shows you guys didn't see, but you guys probably all saw this, and it's probably not even your top ten, but I have less of top ten than you guys. But <laughs> here's my number nine, uh, Space Force. 
Oh, did you watch it? I did. You like Force? Oh, that's oh, on man. Netflix, you know, one, right? I it, couldn't get into it, man. That, I, I really that's tried. That's why it's number nine. Yeah, because and it, it's like kind of what we were talking about even before we started recording. Is it's definitely like the office humor. Yeah. So if you like love oh, really? the office, it's like oh okay, you know, it, oh. it's, it's like what, it's in the what's same funny is that I love the, I, I do like the office a lot, but like I didn't it didn't hit home for me. A lot of it just. Fell short. Maybe it fell a little bit higher for me just because, like, of the military perspective. Yeah, I can see that. Because, yeah. like, obviously when they announced the show and when they started writing it, it like, Space Force was a joke. And right. it, I'm even more interested to see if they're even going to do a season two and if they're going to, like, run with the joke. Because, obviously, when they made this, it, probably even when they recorded it, they didn't think that Space Force was going to be a real thing. And right. it's a real thing. Right. So... <laughs> and they they actually did okay with it's like, like life imitating art imitating life right <laughs> kind of like, yeah. yeah and they they did an okay job with like leaving it someone on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. for like the the season so maybe i appreciate it just a tad more just because i kind of get some of their military jokes and a lot of their like making fun of government budgets and funding and stuff <laughs> like that. yeah that's so true <laughs> yeah. so uh, i don't know but yes that's I, I wish i saw one frame but i did not see it didn't give it i saw like two episodes it, and I should have gi- I should have given it the four, yeah. And I probably yeah. would have fallen into it, yeah. but I just didn't. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's great though. Com- comedies are hard to come by sometimes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely more of a uh, like the office a drier comedy mm-hmm. I would say. Drier, but it's, okay. It's still, I, I I think it's good enough. Toast without butter, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty dry. All right, yeah. so that's Space Force on Netflix, and that's a Steve Carell show, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I I think it's from the makers of The Office, right? Is that or the uh, directors? I think some of the it's producers, some, some yeah, some oh, okay. people that were d- deeply involved in The Office right. are are with that. Okay, I mean, I know they're a shit crap ton of Office fans, so maybe that'll sell them to try it out if they haven't yeah. yet. So check it out on Netflix. Space Force is it one word or two words? Two words, right? Two words. Okay, because you never know. I think yeah, <laughs> I, I can never. Right, it's true. <laughs> I mean, Beetleborgs is two words. Uh, or one word, I mean. So, uh, Ralph, you're number nine. Yeah, my number nine is a documentary miniseries mm. that took the storm in the beginning of the year that everyone forgot about, and it's Whoa. Tiger King. Tiger King See? made your list? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I respect you slightly less. I, I liked it. I, I, liked, I mean, it was like that hot mess. Mine, mine's way higher than that. I already had no respect so, like, you, It's so. just like that hot <laughs> mess of a, of a thing that you, just like that train wreck. It's just in slow mo, and you want to see it happen, and you know they're yeah. just gonna—they're digging their own grave, and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, "This is great!" And you're watching it, and it was—it was cool. It was one of those shows that I watched with my wife, and she's totally into that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I kind of fell into it, where I was like, "Man!" I, at first, I was like, "This is stupid," and I was like, "This is like literally me watching dumb shit." And at the same time, I was like, "This is me watching dumb redneck shit, though. This is hilarious. This is fucking on point. I love this shit, right?" And it's just. I wonder what, what. How did the redneck community. That sounds terrible. How did, uh, you know, like rednecks took that show? Did they also know. like that? They, they probably love it loved too? it. I have no idea. Um, but I, what I really liked is I liked overall, like, uh, I actually learned a lot about, like, like, poaching and tiger stuff and, like, that I never would have known. Like, how much a tiger cost? That you could have that you could have purchased. Right, you, you have before. a number in your head now, yeah, right? Well, not and, anymore. And there's more. There's more tigers owned in Texas than like the entire right the entire the world. The wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the wild. yeah. You, all, I always imagine like maharajas would own them, or something. right? No, but maybe incorrect. They buy them from us from Texas, oh, okay. right? <laughs> and then they take them over. Wow. Yeah. So it's cool. I mean, I thought it was a cool, especially for what it was for when it was. It took it took everything by storm because it came out at the right time, right as COVID was about to be like hitting strong. And right quarantine bef- was quarantine. Right. It was like right right before all that happened, and like so it was it was perfect, man. And uh, like I said, I mean, it, I thought it was cool. I I, I, I got to give it to um to what's it called? Uh, what's the guy's name? Jesus, why can't I think of his name? 
Um, You're looking for his name on the thing. Yeah, I am, <laughs> but it's not coming up because they changed IMDb crazy style. So, uh, uh, Joe, that's what I Sure. I don't know. Joe yeah. Exotic. I saw like Joe, half Joe, an episode Joe, before Joe I gave Exotic, up on it. Yeah. I, oh. <laughs> it's just crazy how they, how like literally how, how you see him like transform in the, in the, in the show. Mm. Um, I can only imagine how many hours they had to sift through for like to make this show. That's I mean, documentaries are like that. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Yeah. Um, but that being said, yeah, that's, uh, that's my number nine. Tiger King. Tiger King. And that's another Netflix one. Netflix Correct. joints. And it's a documentary, the first documentary thing we have on here. Mm-hmm. Um, first of several, I would say. Uh, my number nine is my first HBO Max show, and it is uh, it very it squeaked in, and it, because it really pulled its bootstraps, so to speak. It's Westworld season three. Nice. Um, season two was criminally sucky, boring, uh, confusing. For no, for no reason, because they had they had literally their. It should have been a half season. That story should have been a half season, yeah. if at at that, or maybe just four episodes. It should have just been a lot smaller, and they should have just gone right into the fucking Westworld season three. And because they actually opened the world up, they're not in the park. Fuck the park, which is yeah. what I wanted at the end of the first season. I wanted the robots, right, the, to be out there in the world, see what they're doing. And it's cool. We got the whole world. We got the, we got the technology. We got how people behave. We got how people are treated. We get to see updated versions of you know from mandatory minimums to whatever the fuck the new drug is or the new hot item is, the new addiction in technology is, and all that means nothing compared to the, obviously the philosophicalness of an AI. A new being, a race of beings trying to stake their claim on Earth, right? And that's what it's all about. And the way it ends, it's so intoxicating. I want to know what happens right away. I'm like, fuck, I, cannot, I can't wait two years. But I'm going to well, obviously I have to. Um, I just really fell in love with the sci-fi-ness of it all. And they finally picked up. See, because here's another problem. Technically speaking, the show is terrible at making action. Hmm. It doesn't yeah. know how to do action right. Yeah. But yeah, halfway yeah. through season three... They picked up some actual action directors, and that's why the action ma- started making sense uh, in some of those later episodes in season three, in my opinion. Um, and it worked out a lot better, and it finally picked up in a nice way, and I was enjoying overall the character's motivation. Maeve is still my favorite, even though, the, uh, even though her journey in season three wasn't that great, but I like how it ended with her. Yeah. So, and, and also, uh, I should not exclude uh, the addition of um, Jesse. That's not his name. What's his name? <laughs> yeah. That's not his name. I mean, Jesse I, from Breaking Bad. I feel so bad. I was Ooh, calling him Jesse from Breaking Bad because that's like his best oh, role yeah. on the planet. Uh, Aaron Paul, who is very good in the show. And a lot of people took him for granted, but I didn't. Science I, bitch again. Science bitch. Right, exactly. But no, he didn't say He didn't say it. I think he gave one bitch in the whole. He did. He did, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. His addition to it. Uh, I really liked it. Westworld, pretty high concept uh, sci-fi that works overall. Um, I wish it worked better, but it works overall, and I liked it a lot. So that's Westworld season three on HBO Max. Max. Well, let's let's keep this conversation going. My number eight's Westworld. Your number season eight is three. Westworld. Nice, nice. So, so the, I was way behind on Westworld because I remember when we watched it years ago when it came out. I was like, eh, mm-hmm. those two those two episodes. But I've been binging Westworld the past like year year and a half, and kind of like what Oscar was saying. But I actually enjoyed season two. Up to the point where you like bad shows, don't you? He really likes yeah. bad shows. Yeah, Walking like Dead, Westworld, yeah. season the two, bad seasons. Right. Attack on Titan, season two. Right. <laughs> All the season two. Anyways, continue. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. No, what was I gonna say? Oh, I mean, um, uh, Westworld season two. Most of it was really shitty, but I enjoyed the fact that they expanded. Like they went to Shogun World. 
I yes. liked that. That was cool. And I, I, I thought that in that world of Westworld, they could have, like, done like two or like three or four areas, if mm-hmm. it obviously if it helped build with the plot. Right. And I, I just think the overall kind of plot of getting them out of Westworld and into the real world was like okay. They <laughs> they could have like they could have really sold that thing. Yeah. They could have like they could have done good with it, but I do think, you know, without giving crazy spoilers, I think the way that they, that they kind of brought who they brought out of Westworld, I think that was definitely one of the most creative things out of season three. Yeah, that was one of the the hooks that was like, oh shit, that that was kind of cool. Once they started explaining all of that, yeah. so season three had its had its moments. I, th- I definitely think it stumbled here and there because it, it feels it feels like. Just the overarching show, they only got one, maybe tops two seasons left. I think that's all they got. Yeah, that's all. The shelf life. For sure. Especially the way season three ends with that time skip that you can only imagine, mm -hmm. right? It's going to be very interesting. But I don't know how much farther they can go. Yeah. I'd I'd say probably like one season, which is fine. Yeah. But it's just, it's. It's better to get out before. Because season one was like amazing. Season one was like, holy shit. Season one's still the best. I mean, season one is such a perfectly constructed piece of fucking. It's just, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that season two tanked like that, and yeah. it's almost like season three is like kind of trying to redeem itself, but yeah. it's not like quite there yet. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, part of the reason I put it on my list is also like a, a big show of support that hopefully it does, it has found its footing with season three coming yeah. back a little stronger, and that hopefully season four will be all the, all the more better, too. Yeah. It's like a, a hope for the future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, awesome. Back-to-back uh, titles here. Uh, match number eight, Westworld. Uh, Roth. Rothmandu, your number eight. Uh, moving away from Netflix, uh, my uh, H, no HBO. Sorry, that's not HBO. It's uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, Bosch season six. Bosch, of course. Bosch is always yeah, right there. the father in the group. Yeah, of course. Takes the father show. Takes the father show. Yeah. yeah. Um, what so? What I like about this season for Bosch is that uh, they he's still trying to wrap up that that uh, that killer for that what's it called um, for the daughter of the of the drug addict. Um, that That's right. So from like tr- two seasons per- previous, right, right, right. Wait, uh, like a, yeah, a bomb exactly. And he's trying to he's trying to get that going. And uh, there's a lot of stuff they actually kind of bring in also like a political thing because they they tend to keep up with uh, current trends. I think also that are going on in the our current climate. Yeah, like um, domestic terrorism is one. Right? Well, domestic terrorism is one, yeah. right? Exactly. With the um, oh, what are they called? Those uh, guys, uh, anti government dudes. Uh, yeah, they are, but they're like the. They're they're like uh, there's a rule for them. <laughs> they're the IRA there's a, no, there's the a name for them. They're the ones that are that uh, that preach that you know you have no rights. Uh, fo- uh, sovereign citizens. Sovereign, sovereign citizens. Sovereign citizens. Sovereign right, citizens yeah. Those guys. Yeah. So um, <laughs> as uh, Matt shakes his head, no, no, no. Yeah, he's done uh, with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's those people and uh, how that that becomes a big deal and it becomes his own little thing. I like how they include all of that and. He's still trying to find this serial killer who they did, never found technically, or serial rapist slash killer. Right. Um, and uh, I don't know. I really enjoy it as well as uh, what's it called? You we finally get um what's it called his partner, uh, who's finally actually getting uh which is Jerry right uh, Jamie Hector, Jay Edgar yeah yeah Jay Edgar he's uh well the actress Jamie Hector and right. he uh he's got his own thing with Avril. Um, and he's dealing with his own stuff from yeah. past in the past. And, and his ending is going to be a cool beginning for the next one. Right, 100%. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's really cool because um, it, it says a lot about each character and where they're willing to bend and how, you know, or where they break and stuff. So, yeah. Um, really cool season overall. Um, but it's one of those shows that, like, you just, like, I think when it came out, I just saw the whole thing and it was just over with. Like, it's just so 
It yeah. came in in April. It was gone in April, too. I was like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just. It was, uh, for me, it was my Cobra Kai where I watched it all, like, really fast. Yeah. And yeah. in a row, right? Right. Yeah. It was Bosch. All right. So that's uh, on Amazon Prime, their first Prime show so far yeah. in the list. Not, not the last one. Not the last one, probably, no. Uh, so that's your number eight. My number eight is a, my second HBO Max show. It is a strange one, for sure. And it's uh, Lovecraft Country. Well, how was that? Please explain. Pretty cool. I'm going to read uh, a description here I, I, I found on IMDb. I'm just going to read it because it's kind of weird to explain. So Lovecraft Country follows Atticus Freeman as he joins up with his friend Letitia and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. So I hear you have to watch like at least a couple episodes. Not, you just can't watch the first episode and walk away from right. it. Right. Yeah. Yes. This begins a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terrors of white America and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped from a Lovecraftian paperback. And it's true. A lot of science fiction, supernatural magic is happening stuff here. Like, it's, it's horror. It's like capital H horror at times. It has... I'm just going to give you... I mean, they have, like, creatures from what looks like other worlds. They have other dimensions. They have time stuff in this, yeah. in this show. They have uh, body swapping things and they all have it with the it's all dipped in racism it's all dipped oh, really? in the experience of black of, of black people of the black community and what they see is like their struggles versus the white person's struggles right yeah. in the same science fiction setting and it's very interesting watching the the those differences and particularly what they think are conflicts and yeah. what they have to overcome versus uh, a different person of different color uh, trying to overcome. And uh, like the body swapping one is it's clearly head above shoulders, my favorite in that regard. Okay. Uh, but for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so you'd recommend, like, is this like a binging show kind of thing? No, like, I don't, no? I, no, I don't think so. No. I think you need to let it sit in a couple so times. So you're talking about like uh, maybe two episodes at a time? Maybe, I say yeah. so. Especially uh, the most? first two. And I know a lot of people felt like the huge drop off after, after the first two episodes yeah. or maybe even the first episode because like, people start realizing that it is a, it is a big story. That's how, you know it's one one story, but it isn't just that it go it's, it's almost anthology within the characters. They all have their own journeys and stuff, and they all flashback or they understand. You know, you find out something else about someone else, or on the side, one person's having their own adventure concerning something supernatural or weird, and um, they just they will just you know they will just do that. It's almost like an anthology, yeah. and a lot of people I think got disappointed by that. They expected one cohesive story at I all times, you. but I, I was I was not. I really enjoyed it. It kind of it is like a get out type. Where, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? In that yeah. regard, you know. So I recommend it. Really fun to watch. Lovecraft Country. And it's Lovecraft. And it's Lovecraft. It's hard to say it fast. Um, I will say, though, it's, it's especially funny that this show exists mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, so many prominent black actors and, of course, uh, their point of views yep. constantly in the show because H.P. Lovecraft famously was a huge racist. So. Uh, <laughs> Awesome. I love that his that's, show. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, right, it's just a perfect that's, that's little That's perfect, yeah. Perfect That's a perfect karma. little fucking yeah. jab at the motherfucker. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So uh, check it out on HBO Max. That is my number eight. And we're on to our number sevens here. All right. Matt. Number seven, uh, since we're off, sorry, dogging it, Attack on Titan. Hey. Not season two, though, right? <laughs> but not season two, right? Season four. There you go. See? Season well, yeah. four, the final season. Oh, is uh, it maybe I'll finally finish season. it. Now I can watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it started... It's one episode like four. It started like the, some kind of cheating because mm-hmm. it started in December, like early December. Oh, that's fine. So that's not cheating. Yep. Um, I mean, it starts a little slow, but Attack on Titan. One of the things that I I like about it a, a lot is the uh, 
they're not like bashful with the time jumps. It's like they do time jumps like crazy. It's like two years here, three years there, three really? years here. Really? Yeah, and and, atta- and season four they did another like two year time jump. Hmm. So it's interesting because it's a lot of these like time jumps. It's almost like they drop it on you like, oh, by the way, it's been like three years, and then it's like filling in the blanks from there and you got to kind of figure out okay you got to figure out where where they were so kind of like a mystery because you don't know the order of everything yet kind of yeah because you know like their end result ish but you you kind of fill in like how they got there and stuff like that so yeah that that's where i'm at like i said last season should be really good should be pretty bloody they, they set it up <laughs> pretty good yeah i mean <laughs> the horror of it is what intrigued me right yeah and um too bad i never got to season two obviously i know it sucks i guess but once you push through through that, it's right? Push through good. that a bit. Maybe I'll just read synopsis and just go straight into yeah, I, I bugged these guys. <laughs> I was like, "You've got to see it," because season three picks back up. It's like season one was really good. Season two, they stumbled hard. Season three, they're picking it back. I, up. I have like um, I have a thing. So sounds now that it's sounds like a Westworld trajectory, right? So <laughs> now that it's coming back up, that's fine. But like, I have a thing where I have already behind on so many shows. Right. I'd rather watch something that's good instead of <laughs> go through yeah. something that's shitty. You know? Right. Yeah, no, I, I just I just hate it. Like that's exactly why I I mean it's just. Whatever. I just, whatever. <laughs> so I'm, done, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. No, I feel like I have to explain myself every time he brings it up. Because he, he looks dead at me every no, time. No, I mean, you should, you should want to do it for the audience. Just for just in case there's that's, any confusion, because they don't know you the way. No, I, I get it. I get but, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or the way we do. But I've got a yeah. soft spot for Attack of Titan. I fell in love with season one and then season two. Really so did I. But then it really took so long for season two to come out. It yeah, was like, what's wrong? Was, and then it was like, it what was this? longer for season three to come out. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but they weren't. They, were, they were fine with that. Yeah, I was over it. My Hero Academia right. started, and I was like, "Yes, what's exactly. up?" Right. Anyways, all right. So that's your number. What is it? Seven. Seven. Yeah, seven. Uh, and that's a. Oh, forget it. I know it's on Crunchyroll. You watch it, but uh-huh. what is it? Funimation. I don't know who makes Animaniacs. that. Is that Toei or is that Funimation? I think Funimation also. Yes, yeah. but okay, I just cool. it might be the publisher. All right, Ralph, your number seven. Uh, my number seven is a Netflix, uh, The Haunting of How uh, Bly Manor. The Haunting of By Manor, really? Yeah, so I actually, what I liked a lot about the show was um, is just overall how it's a story being told to you. Um, and it's uh, and it's overall like, it's like a love story, really. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool. And I, I, I dug it for that reason. I dug it that it's its own thing. There's obviously keeping this haunting, like that little part of it, right? Mm-hmm. From uh, Haunting of House of uh, Hill House. And then now this is Haunting of Bly Manor. And right. their own stories. They don't have to match each other. Um, I still think the first season was better, but it's different also. Yeah, it's a different type of it's horror. It's a different type of horror, exactly. Yeah. And this one, it worked out. I liked it. I, I ended up um, kind of like, didn't know where it was going the first uh, episodes or two. And then once it pushes through, you're like, oh, that's what it is. And it's like real things that you're like, a f- that like you fear of. Things that like would eat at you, right? right. Um, that our main, our... Uh, Usually uh, regrets. Protagonist, right. Regrets <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, Capital R on that one. Right, which is uh, uh, Victoria, right, the, the actress, uh, Danny. Mm. Yeah, that, that she has, like, why, why she's going through that. And I like overall, like, the flashbacks that they do in the show. I, mm. I don't know. I think it works out. Yeah, I'm glad it. you enjoyed it. I wish I finished it. That's why I didn't make my list of watch yeah. uh, seasons because I, I, I saw half and yeah, I was. Uh, it was one of those things where I think I saw like the first like, like half and then I stopped mm-hmm. and then I think I was off for like four days and I was like I have nothing to do besides just finish right, the show. Just finish the show. So yeah, I just finished it. Yeah, um, yeah. Overall, like the class wasn't bad and uh, it wasn't a bad show. I mean, like I said, it's a different type of horror, so it's not that like. You know, that's your usual, what you're used to, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it over, actually, some people could probably see it worse. Some people could see it tamer, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my number seven, right? Is that number right? Seven. Yeah. Number Sorry. Seven. All right. That's on, uh, what is it on? Netflix. Netflix. 
Uh, my number seven is back to HBO again. Uh, because much like Luke is a shill for Amazon Prime, I'm a shill for HBO Dude, this year shill. when it comes to television show programming. And it is The Plot Against America. Um, How was that? Obviously pretty great because that's yeah. right How, I mean. <laughs> uh, this is a show uh, created by, you know, this is why I watch it. Because it's created by David Simon and then as well as Philip Roth and Ed Burns. But Phil, David Simon, who did The Wire, who did um, last year's, the 2019's... Um, the what's the one about uh, fuck? Uh, he did that show about uh, New York in the during porn times. Ah, uh, the Deuce. No. The Deuce, right? He did the Deuce, which uh, during porn times. I know I can't remember <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, all one, the guy is so good with. No one can write a cast like he, this guy. I yeah. mean, the way he does it, anyway. I mean, obviously, people can totally do that. Um, but he he writes an ensemble cast so seamlessly, and he mm. does a really good job in this one. The Plot Against America is a one and done miniseries. So I'm going to read something, obviously, the description for it, I guess, in case people want to know. Um, I'm not going to read the long one. Okay. Characters live in an alternate, an alternative, alternative? Uh, history in which Franklin D. Roosevelt was defeated in the U.S. presidential election of 1940 by Charles Lindbergh. And that's the whole show. It's like, it's an, it's like what happens if Roosevelt had lost that election? And our involvement with the war becomes different. And a Trump... And a Trumpian figurehead like Charles Lindbergh, a racist, uh, you know, uh, reactionary president, takes over, and the America that become that that turns negative f- the most for is the Jewish people in the uh, in in the in America, and it becomes like a problem from them on their side as well as in Germany while World War II is going on, and the lack of America helping out in World War II. Uh, because Roosevelt lost, it's part of the draw of why this show is like a, a cool hypothetical experiment. But also, it includes every single... I mean, it's very accurate to its history before they actually changed the election on Roosevelt. Before the actual change. Yeah. But like, it has all these crazy accurate inaccuracies concerning like what would happen if you know all of these politicians existed at that time. It's kind of a historical okay. game of risk almost. Yeah. And Charles Lindbergh, of course being like a figurehead for like people who didn't want to go to war and Roosevelt who wanted to get into the war, right? Obviously for money reasons, but also to help win the war. Yeah. Right. So it's very political, but it's very political to back then, to the 50s. Mm. And it has a lot of uh, the Jewish angle as far as like families living in the ground and what they have to deal with. So, yeah, it's it's, I don't want to say it's fun because it's very serious, but it's a lot of fun for me. I had a lot of fun with it. It was very interesting to unpack and figure out how they get back from it. And watching Canada come to the rescue the way it does in a certain episode, pretty fun. I'm just going to say that. Nice. So The Plot Against America, if you are serious, if you're into serious stuff, this is one for you. Okay. So check it out on HBO. Hmm. And Matthew, what is your number six? My number six is, uh, just like you were talking about themes, I probably have a lot of Netflix on this, but uh, Castlevania Season 3. Nice is uh my number six um a lot of a lot of themes with this where season two i think in my opinion was like okay in season three season three started off kind of like eh ho-hum and then it was like maybe halfway-ish through the season you could start seeing like where they're going because they pretty much essentially split into like three plots and it was like eh, i don't really know where this is right. like, going and uh i don't I, I think they have you seen season three yet yes i, I thought they ended it really good with 
not to do spoilers, but it was like cool. Oh yeah, no, it was hella cool. I can't wait yeah. for season four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and I, I think that like once I saw that, I was like, ooh, I see where they're going now. And yeah. That kind of that that made it so much better. Just I, I'd say even just the last ten minutes of the of that last episode mm-hmm. made the entire experience. It like bumped it up a notch. Oh really? No, yeah. For, yeah. for me. It, once I, I don't maybe because that was just like the light bulb moment where I was like ooh I see where they're going but yes Castlevania season three and also just a segue to that which we'll talk about in the honorables but I think this is like the first like real good maybe like American anime I guess right yeah, yeah it's an American really yeah, totally American anime yeah yeah they're rare you, you could tell with Castlevania and which one of my honorables which we'll talk about later right but there you can tell like america is finally starting to try to get on to that. embrace anime as a yeah, medium yeah because they adults, realize that it's children. so yeah. like ridiculously huge in japan and in other like countries mm-hmm. but it's so much different because even with the the style that they do it's like uh like it doesn't i mean just uh just to say with like naruto or anything else it's so fluid with Japanese anime compared to like American anime. Yeah. Where it's like American anime is still like it feels really blocky and it feels really like uh, it's still good, but it's not nearly on par with yeah. like actual anime. But they're they're trying. You can tell they're trying. Yeah. It's, it's it's good. It's it's worth it. They're putting some money in side yeah. project something like yeah. that. But who's your favorite character though? You said they they do the three parts right. They do the two underlings of uh, of um, of Dracula, and then they cover obviously Belmont. Yeah. So, which of those three did you enjoy the most? Oh, I, you know, I, I don't remember the name. I, I kind of like uh, Camilla, the chick, yeah. just because she does that dude so dirty. <laughs> and it's so good. Because it's like, what do you expect, you asshole? Yeah. Because you know, it, it was him and the, and the other guy, and I don't remember his name. I remember either, the, I like the dude guy. with the minions. Yeah, that guy. That was my yeah. favorite guy. Yeah. It, it was those two. You know, they, they, their, their entire thing is they were underlings of Dracula and like, I'm going to take over this world. Yeah. And then that dude gets like seduced by Camilla and then he, it's almost like, not, he doesn't regret it, but it's like, I got no sympathy for that dude. It's like, no. whatever, man. <laughs> that's what you get. He ends up like, being a cuck. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Right. Like, that's, all, yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, I, was like, like, I was like, how adult are Netflix really going to do here? Because I can <laughs> yes, see it happening here. This, yes. is, this is a pornographic scenario that yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say no to watch here. So I, I kind of like that that whole like uh, dynamic. It, it's right. interesting because you, you can tell like Camilla and the other female vampires, they could like easily dominate the world, but... It's like it, it's almost like Google she. The world, it feels like right. It feels like Camilla like used to run them, and now she's like kind of on the outs with them, and they're trying to find like a way to overthrow her. Yeah, I don't know. It, that's an interesting dynamic, but I kind of, I kind of like that storyline the most. All right, that's cool. That's why it's Castlevania season three. Yeah, everyone check it out. It's easy watching. My God, it's Very so easy to watch. Very Short easy. seasons, half hour, twenty yeah. something per minute episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, easy to watch, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to play the game. I never play the games. I still enjoy it. So. Yeah, um, supposedly it's loosely based off of the the Nintendo ones, actually. The so. Nintendo ones, right, which I played. Which I've months. played, but I didn't even <laughs> notice. Didn't even notice it was. Right, I didn't even notice, right. Uh, so, Ralph, what's your number six? My number six is an HBO uh, docu miniseries called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah. Right on. Uh, crime documentary about the Golden State Killer. Yes. Or Golden State Rapist Killer. Golden State Rapist Killer. Yeah. First, he was like a, 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 ba- Ears, a robber guy. Yeah. He was just robbing homes, and then he became a rapist. A rapist, and then a murderer. And then a murderer, yeah. Um, and he then he's like up. one of those guys that just kind of like went by without being famous. 
So no one ever cared about it. You know, it's one of those yeah. very easy, uh, very easy. What's it called? Uh, story. It's a simple story about nobody ever wanted to work together because it hit new jurisdictions and nobody had cross jurisdictions like that. And right. time just time passed too often, and then it just you know right right it became a cold case. That, that's the trajectory of the, like typical. Uh textbook like killers like we always talked about remember like in like target and stuff like that yeah like with uh with uh retail thefts and stuff like that they start small and then yeah. they realize they can kind of get away with it yep. yes you yep. get a little and then all of a sudden you're like a hundred thousand dollars stealing and if you got that far yeah, right, and right, uh right, which right. yeah yeah so it's the same with like that that's like literally the stuff they teach in police academies of like oh well like look for these signs We're like none of that's never gonna happen yeah. and like once in a blue moon it actually happens and then you look at the full picture and you're like Oh my God! This is like textbook. textbook yeah, this is the textbook. This is why they. This is why you this got trained that in the academy shit. or yeah, whatever. That right. It, it really yep. is. It really is. Right. And um, mm-hmm. you got to give props here to uh, the the main person. I mean, who uh, ends up what's it called um, passing away? Right. Uh, oh my God! Where is she? I mean, oh, passed away. Yeah, passed away. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I think they passing. I'm like, well, uh, she's not in a coma. No, no, no. <laughs> she did. Uh, Michelle McNamara, mm-hmm. who uh, who started this whole like. She had this own. She, which is, I mean, that's what it's about. It's about her book, right? That came out, yeah. And um, and it, they made a show about it, and it's about the, uh, like, she just was like this internet uh, sleuth for crime, uh, and she, you know, it was like perfect timing in the early two thousands, early to mid two thousands, and she was just good at doing. She was good at journalism, good at detective work, that, that kind of, you know, yeah. putting in the time, and she managed to also like have really good. Um, she just had a really good, I guess, a personality to get these people to actually help her, uh, ex-cops, other agencies, um, yes. other people who are also into this this uh, killer, and um, and because of her, they published a story that named this person the the Golden State Killer. That's when they got the new name because it used to be uh, East Area Rapist, and there used to be a couple other the names, original, like, Night yeah, original Night Stalker that was in different areas because mm-hmm. they you know he hit up all of from Sacramento up to uh, different parts of the uh, what's called the state. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they finally gave him the Golden State Killer. So, and it was because of her. I mean, it was all like all of her legwork. And then she ends up like just like um, talk about signs, but uh, she ends up you know like, overdosing from yeah. uh, drugs, uh, and she just couldn't handle it. It's one of those things, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and uh, but they continue. And this is uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, they continue with the uh, with the story and continue progressing to get the killer. And obviously, they do catch the killer. This is like all. I mean, I'm not ruining anything. It's in the news. It's in the news, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's a really cool, uh, really cool watch to see how they go from start to finish and how they continue the story without her. I mean, because it's like she's kind of the big proponent of the whole show, yeah. of the whole series. Um, and you get a little bit of aspects from uh, from what's it called, The Husband, which is Patton Oswalt, who's a famous actor or famous-ish actor yep. um, and comedian. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of get this cool story. That about this uh, uh, Sierra. Yeah, Oswald's another one. He was, he, I mean, obviously for good reason. He was kind of off the face of the earth for a while. But yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. glad he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. he's he's good, he's a good actor. I didn't even know that his wife had died until he did the special when yeah, he mentioned he, that. He, oh, really? He, he like, like we just don't follow new, yeah. the news that way. So yeah, he just very rarely talked about. It. He's very he's yeah. a very uh, not secretive person, but he's, he, yeah, he doesn't no, talk yeah. about like his life yeah, much like definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. So, very humble guy. It was very humble. Yeah, I I really recommend it if you're if you're totally into those um, cold cases, uh, any of that uh, investigation discovery shows, anything like that. It's a really cool um, what's it called doc doc series, right. and uh, I mean how it ends. It's kind of like underwhelming, but at the same time, like that no one thought of it. Kind of like uh, who the person was in the end. It was kind of like 
oh, like how did you? How did we never? come back to this person or this type of person right uh was kind of like a little you know like it made sense once it, it hits all the stuff you know yeah uh it's a really cool really cool show yes i'll be gone in the dark yeah uh on a uh it's a docuseries hbo, yeah. HBO max yeah that's right uh <clears throat> sticking to the hbo this is what my third or fourth i forget sounds about right it's another one um it's uh raised by wolves Man, this is my best opportunity. Damn I've it. never finished it, dude. I, every time I hear you guys say HBO Max, I'm like they're gonna say it because I've, I've been telling, <laughs> I've been telling my my girlfriend that we've been for like months. I'm like, we yeah. gotta watch this show. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so, I'm like halfway done. I'm gonna read uh, a thing here. After Earth is torn apart by religious differences and the human race teeters on the edge of extinction, an atheistic android architect sends two creations, mother and father. To start a peaceful, godless colony on planet Kepler-22b. It doesn't matter what the name is. It's a, a, a form. Yeah, planet. yeah. Um, and it follows mother and father as they attempt to raise human children in this mysterious virgin land. A treacherous and difficult task that's jeopardized by the arrival of the Mithraic. A deeply devout religious order of surviving humans. And it's really about the dynamics of all that. Yeah. And it's... Uh, uh, it's, it's hard, man. Right, that's some heavy sci-fi that's shit. really heavy it's, stuff. It's heavy. It's heavy from the first episode. It's so attention-grabbing. Uh, I must have I binged the first four or five episodes in one sitting, which is hard to do because they're all an hour you know, long, and they're heavy. So really much are. stuff in every episode. Every episode is like... The first episode goes through an entire series of a show's length of, of information, honestly. I mean, it really does. And it opens with a year unknown to you, but you know it's hundreds of years, hundreds of years from this point, at least. And you can see, like, like you can almost see, like, how we can get there. This, right. The difference, you know, the atheists fighting the religious, and it's fascinating. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And it's also, you know, a little action-heavy, too, with all the sci-fi stuff. And it gets that way, but it's not action show. It's very drama, and it's about, you know, starting over again. Humans starting with teepees and shit and farming, yeah. but with robots as well. Like it's very interesting with androids that androids. are fucking crazy. But yeah. one of the, yeah one, one of them of is definitely is, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so super highly recommended. Raised by wolves. It's it's it goes weird places. Um, That's for sure. So I recommend it for the interesting. You will never expect it. It's great. Uh, and the dude from the Vi- from Vikings is on it. Is like one of the main actors. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot I his love, name, but I love the actor. He has a very particular face. Um, and voice and voice so, yeah and voice. I was about to say the voice, and yeah. voice yeah he was very very brutal in Vikings yeah and he's pretty cool in this one so check it out on, on HBO Max and yet another HBO endorsement here from me Safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of eons past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way.
know this is no place for a child. Wherever I go, he goes. So I've heard. All right, Matthew. Oh, my God. Liveness. You're number five. My number five, Rick and Morty. Rick there and you Morty. go. Nice. Good Real for you, buddy. Simple, clean, clean cut. The, I'd, I'd say the, the biggest thing I'm, I'm surprised about, honestly, is the continuity. Like, hmm. I, and I, I shouldn't say continuity. Snake like, Jazz. No, I swear to God, this no Snake Jazz for like a month show, straight. But I, I'd say like a quality. <laughs> quality is probably the better. Yeah. Stupid. We just got it when we're doing it. At work, we do it all the time with a friend of mine. Oh, my God. But I'm I'm surprised. Was season three now? Four, or four, four. Yeah. But the, it's still just as good as the Whoa. first season. I, I would say. I, I didn't count it for my season, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had so, troubles too. I I, w- I should have counted it. I almost did, but it's just yeah. been so long because I saw half the season. Yeah, I saw half the season last way yeah, two earlier years ago. in twenty nineteen. Yeah. It came out like in October, so it just felt like such a big yeah. Huge gap, well, yeah, because they're, they're taking so long to make episodes. They're doing yeah like two seasons. They're, do, they're doing like a whole year to do one season, basically. Right. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. But very good. I, that train storytelling episode, just so oh weird. Oh, my God. So out there. So good. And the Vat of Acid. It was really fun, fun episode, man. That was a great episode. Fun episode. To show you how it just works. Yes. Oh, my oh, God. The, the very end of that acid. episode. With the, we're like, whoa, I wonder what this Vat of Acid is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So it just works so great. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. That's it. All right, so yeah, Rick and Morty—it's a no-brainer almost. Yeah, you you just say it and like instantly, yeah, yeah. I totally understand why you love it. Uh, so that's your number five. I guess it Rick wasn't easy on his own. And that's um, that's uh, Comedy's. No, it's not Comedy Central. Mm, it's uh, uh, cards. No, that's uh, what is it? Adults with Adults. Adults. Yeah, yeah, so it is. Yeah, it's it's Cartoon Network. Network technically. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they're all like yeah. part of a, they're incestuous. It's Cartoon Network, but at night it's called Adults with. They all fuck each other. Got it. One hundred percent. All right, so um, <laughs> your number five, Rob. My number five is uh, Matt's number six, which is Castlevania oh. season three. Hey. Our first double. Is the first double? It might be. Yeah. I think for it now. Is, yeah. yeah, for now, for nice. now, I'm sure we're going to hit it all these levels soon. It's going to be another. Um, I liked it a lot, and I, I agree with uh, with Matt said. Kind of mirroring, I didn't want to like piggyback too much on what he said, right? But it was that whole like um, beginning. You don't know where it's going to go, and uh, and then you and then how it just kind of branches off into the three stories. Mm-hmm. I really did like that uh, same character that you did. The other guy uh, who makes uh, all the creatures. Yes, I like his story a lot because he's just like very, very like unique, but at the same time very like scientific. Um, he just doesn't care. Like he just wants to destroy the world. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like he's got a mission, and his mission is that, right? Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. But the uh, I like the Belmonts thing also, where they open that whole that whole hell thing in that t- in that, in that town that church thing, right? Yeah, that church thing was crazy. And and, do, uh, and oh, well, now they're talking about it now too. Like the Olicard like story arc. They like really dicked him. They, they really did. Him. Yeah, I mean, they're making him feel like like he's about to become like a villain kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's not going to trust other other yeah other people. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it makes sense if you look at it. And I saw that coming from like a mile away. I was like, dude, these guys are going to the first like episode. Them. I was like, eh. Then after that, I was like, oh, okay, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just the way they kept talking and shit. It was really like 
they were really hamming it on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like I said, the first the first couple episodes were a little like you don't know where it was going, yeah. and they even said it themselves like everything's kind of hunky dory right now. They're like, mm. yeah, wait till shit falls through, and shit literally falls through. They, they right. even did a time jump. What was it, like six months? They did like a little time jump for them. I think like after they, right six months or a year, something like that. Because maybe because they, they, they did Belmont and that girl. I forgot. They they mentioned it briefly of like how they've been kind of bouncing around and like seeing yeah. town after town for yeah. like six months. So they're. Yeah, I'd say six months to a year they did. Yeah, jump, uh, yeah, there is a little bit of a jump. Yeah, and yeah, because he's like guess. super bored. He's like, dude, it's only been like a couple months. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, I feel like I've already spent an eternity <laughs> here by myself and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really like it, and I, I guess like uh, we were talking about earlier, just mm-hmm. the fact that we're embracing this uh, anime uh, style of uh, shows for current American stuff. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works out great. And yeah. it's one of those shows that you finally can tell people like, oh, like you want to see a video game adaptation done right? Go watch Castlevania. Yeah, it's uh, one it's, it's video the, game It's literally the gold star right now, the gold standard right now. Yeah. Um, go watch it. That's the best thing to do. I yeah. definitely can't yeah. think of a different one. Yeah, well, I mean, if you were going movie-wise, I would totally say Sonic, but I'm just kidding. That's, that's a joke. Yeah. Or the, I would say the, some uh, maybe one or two of the... Um, Animated Resident Evils are not bad. They're not actually bad, yeah. yeah but a lot of people are like, oh, okay, whatever. Animated, right? Go yeah, animated, yourself, right? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah so that's well, I mean, five. I'd say modern because if we're talking like anime-ish style, yeah. We, if you go back a couple of years, Afro Samurai is like the gold standard. If you guys have seen it, I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah I would say, yeah, so, I have, yeah, I have the DVDs. Yeah, yeah Afro yeah. Samurai is probably like the that's gold the standard of like no, American. Trying to be like Japanese anime kind of style. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had they did, yeah. Sam Jackson, right? That was him. Yeah. 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 Um, as number two and number two's alter ego. Um, right, because yeah, that weird guy he kept seeing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you're not wrong. You're not yeah, wrong. Like, yeah, like, did I get that wrong? All right. All right. So my number five, interesting number five, but, uh, but um, that's on Netflix. Correct. My number five is also available on Netflix, although it's not an original, but it is licensed through here. So that's the only way we can see it in America. It is a South Korean show. Called Kingdom. Oh, nice. Kingdom. I, I mentioned it last year. Remember? He mentions it every year. There's a new season. So, well, not every. Year. This is only the second season, so not oh, every, so year. every year. I should really like keep these lists row. so I can two like, years start in a row. Looking, so Kingdom. I can start reading. I'm gonna read the description that relates to the first, like to the general plot of the first season. So this is not about the second season necessarily, but whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, while strange rumors about their ill king grip a kingdom, the crown prince becomes their only hope against a mysterious plague overtaking the land. And uh, this starts a, a lot of people that I will butcher their names. The only <laughs> one I can say for sure is Duna Bay because I've seen her in so many things uh, as we go along. As uh, In her career, I've seen Duna Bay. Yee-hee. And she's great. Uh, Yi Hoon. Yep. Yep. I, hopefully I said that right. But it's a South Korean drama. Set, horror. It's horror. Hardcore. This is the hardest show to watch in my house. It is one hard. of the hardest. It's hard when you see those kids being well, no, know, no, no, gobbled no. up That's by not, zombies. I just, can't, I just can't watch it around Leo. Leo comes yeah. over and... He's like, "What are you watching? Nothing. I can't Nothing. Watch this. You can't. You can't, can't see, see it. This, no. Can't see it. Okay, go do your homework. Right. Yeah. He'll randomly wake up, and I'm like, I can't watch this. Yeah, it's hard to watch. I'll put, I'll put Cobra Kai on. I guess in your case, it yeah. is hard to watch. But man, I so enjoyed the first season. Uh, really knocked it out of the park. Second season didn't like knock it out of the park as much because I think first season made it higher in my list. Yeah. Um, but season two equally good. They just had, they had a lot more of the political intrigue as to because uh, there's a vacuum of power now. With the king dead and zombified. Oh, yeah. Um, so the vacuum of power is like the prince trying to get and retake the throne. And what's he going to do? And the queen is like the prince who's been shot? pregnant, but like faking her pregnancy that it belongs to the king, you know, because uh-huh. she just wants to stay in power. Right, 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 right. And it's this whole dramatic thing that South Koreans really know how to do with their, tele- with their uh, soap opera stuff. Um, so they add that, but they make sense this hardcore shit, obviously, of horror. So, and obviously, the spreading of the disease, quashing the disease, killing them all, yeah. stopping the plague. 
it's all about that and learning more intricacies about the disease is fantastic right and this is not your one of the mill zombies these are different zombies yeah light, work, light zombies well they work through temperature and they also run so it's not like they're easy <laughs> to kill necessarily no. um so yeah fantastic horror cool stuff going on in this yeah. one so i recommend it for everyone and it's based like super hard tradition stuff yes so like a, a lot of stuff is like dude if you just didn't even think that way you could throw firearms they would survive oh, 100%, there's, no yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's no indoor plumbing so much no, less firearms right, exactly so <laughs> check it out kingdom on netflix if you're interested um that's my number five right that's where we're at yeah yeah you're number four matt we're gonna start doubling up here ralph doubling up. okay yeah, our second double. disagree here it goes well not yet because uh, ralph is gonna bring it up but number four for me the boys hey the boys. Oh, show, you're yeah. preemptive you're talking preemptively double yeah. you're the first one mentioned you're the first one pre-double yeah. pre-double because I, I i think just from talking with ralph i think he uh <laughs> regarded this show uh, higher than me but i i think my personal opinion yeah it's good. It's re- they do some stuff really good, and they do some stuff really poorly. They get the racism poorly. really right in there. They fucking get racism <laughs> on their 100%. And they, they do stuff really poorly because, I mean, at, in the end of the day, and I, I'm already blanking on what, what the hell is his name? Who? Uh, Homelander? Uh, Homelander? Homelander. Yeah. yeah. Homelander could just smoke everybody. Like, I, he really can. He really can. Yeah. He can roll so, them up in a blunt so and smoke they, everyone. They do yeah. a lot of things just for the purpose just, of strictly moving the plot along. The good thing otherwise is that he's, they a little, just, he's just dumb enough. You know, he's yeah. a smart guy, yeah. but he's just dumb and gullible enough, like yeah. dumb enough, and and greedy enough, greedy enough too. That's a, that's a big one. Yeah, and so sane enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Narcissus so, picked the right person. Oh man, because yeah. if he didn't care, yeah. oh forget yeah. about so it. The, the, what's his name? Esposito's great in it. Yes. Yeah. So the, there's just enough in there that just twinge. Like I look at, it, I was like, oh, because. I mean, obviously, you have to do things to move the plot along, but it's like, just some, yeah. it, it, it's too much sometimes. It just gets to me. It, it's good overall. Good overall. Story is like, eh, not the best part of it, but like, they do like, uh, I guess, like surprise gore scenes, I guess you could say, where it's just like, that, oh, That's shit. what they're good at. That's and exactly what like, that's, oh, that's like what their main yeah. thing is. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they're like, comic relief falls really, really flat for me, where it's like, I can see they try. Yeah. It's like they try, but it's like, eh. Because they try. To, usually, if Huey is in the room, I'm laughing. Yeah. Usually. Huey's yeah. 100% the comic relief. Yeah. yeah. But they, 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 there's been quite a few times where they tried it, the comic relief. I, I could see where it's supposed to be funny, but it's really not. But mm-hmm. <laughs> overall, good. Then that's that's it. It made my short list, but it didn't make my list. That's good. But because uh, I thought uh, I just want to see, I just want to see superheroes fucking kill people horribly yeah. and be Merciless. bad. Yeah, I just love that yeah. shit. Yeah. I love how we never, you know, no, no one thinks of the, how human they can be. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's awesome. The boys on Prime, Amazon, by the way. We never yeah. mentioned that. Um, Ralph, your number what is it? Four, four, four. My number four is uh, Netflix because Netflix is like the highlight of the year. Yeah, uh, Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit, of course. Yeah, I love I it. Should have respected it. I mean, yes. it's uh, it's a great. It's a great thing to watch. Just uh, does it make you want to play chess? It does make me want to play chess. Yeah, one hundred percent. I actually liked it a lot for just like kind of shows her like coming ups of um, what's it called, and uh, it shows her like obviously being the smartest person in the room, but no, right. needing to know that you still have to what's it called. Uh, you, you're, there's still so much more to learn. In like, she's just the smartest person in like there, but she can be smarter than everybody else. When she needs, to, when she needs to be, she just has to like get out of her own way. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, she's definitely in her own way. Yeah, she's definitely in her own way, and it's cool. Maybe you don't, don't get me wrong. She got a dealt the shittiest card ever. I mean, especially Dude, when that you get, mom was a real right. Work, the, piece I mean, of work. The, the mom was a real piece of fucking work, and. Uh, <sighs> 
yeah. Anyways, don't, don't have side conversations. Oh, no, there's side conversations. Okay. Anyways, and no um, side conversations. No. And so yeah, the I don't know. I really like the show. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of watching like this kind of sport, like uh, chess, high, super competitive. I can't understand half of the shifts going on or what they're talking about, the moves and the this and the that. Oh, yeah. And getting into that, I'm like, sure, yeah. I, oh, they said castle. I know how to castle. That's about it. Like, stuff like that. You rook, know? you mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. uh, no, no, no. Castle. Castle is a move. Oh, okay. castle yeah, well, is no, a move. I don't, yeah, right, exactly. I <laughs> like, stuff like that. But you watch them and you watch them play and it's cool. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the overall, like, the, the show was, like, good enough to, like, kind of be inviting for anybody to watch and it wasn't like it didn't i didn't feel like it brought anybody down okay and obviously like women empowerment but it didn't it didn't hoorah that you know what i'm saying it did it on its own because she's just smart and that's what i liked about michelle a lot that it just it didn't need to do that it didn't need to beat you over the face that she's a girl like yeah we all know that yeah yeah we all like if this show was even five years older we might have gotten some of that that she's a girl we all see her yeah we all see that she's a girl right exactly so that's a cool one i'm so glad the show wasn't made in the 90s it would have been such a big point it would have been annoying right that's that is a problem Um, so yeah that's my number four Number four on Netflix, Queen's Gambit. That one's a huge one of the year. A yes. lot of people saw that. Right. A lot of people and their mothers saw that fucking show, especially someone else in this room that's not here. Um, all right. So we're on to my number four, which is right. I have it right here. What am I thinking? It's an FX show, not HBO right now. <gasps> wow. I know. I know. But don't worry. I'm going back to HBO in a bit. Um, it's Devs. What is that one? Devs. No one's ever heard of Devs? I, I don't Anyone know. Anyone in my live, live audience? You've seen Devs? You fucking heard of it? That's of it? Greg has. Yeah, that's good for you. That's good. Well, hearing it about it, it's not. No one else has seen Devs. Okay. What's it on again? FX. Oh, FX. FX. Which you can watch on Hulu because FX in Hulu, on Hulu is uh, like a thing. So so if you have Hulu, you can watch Isn't it. Isn't FX like a branch of Fox? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I guess Disney just bought the rights off of Yeah, the I don't know what's going to happen exactly. Fox owns the Simpsons, right? But, but like, right. well, Fox is one of those networks that hasn't made up their own network right so they're kind of no not yet they're not doing the universal thing yet or whatever yeah yeah right i don't know there is a fox now that'll show you current stuff that's airing but it won't do anything like past shit or right yeah Yeah, that's weird i don't know how whatever what everybody does everybody does the nbc now all that other stuff but okay as of my as of right now fx i don't know fx is weird because they're like in their own world okay well, let me read this thing for them. Yeah, by all means. Yeah. Uh, a computer engineer investigates the secretive development division in her company, which she believes is behind the disappearance of her boyfriend, which sounds pretty pretty tame. But really, this is the hardest. This, the sci- this is a heavy sci-fi show. One of the heaviest ever. Really? It's made by Alex Garland, written and directed. Why is it not familiar? What, what is Alex what Garland did a movie called Ex Machina and Annihilation. Ooh. That's why. Oh, Annihilation, which uh, made my top ten movies of the decade. I mean, it says everything. Yeah, of the decade. Of the decade yeah. So, I are you kidding? How about I'm gonna watch a show that he made? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Right. So, this is uh, it's definitely like a drama mystery as well because you don't know what's going on. Think of like a large tech company like Amazon in yeah. a, in a in a very polarizing you know CEO. In this case, it's played by uh, a, 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 a Nick Offerman, but not in a comedic role. He's just Nick Offerman in a serious role, and it's about. It's about creating, not exactly AI, but it's about creating, like, understanding how the world is, and the universe is written, and how to rewrite that for yourself. What the fuck? I'm being vague on it, too, yeah. but, like, you should see the show. Okay. 
the shit that it brings up is so fucking fascinating for me. I had so many conversations to with. I mean, basically the three people that I knew that saw it. But yeah. you know, I did, and it was so much fun. FX is that one show, that one channel, or that one just like that network. Does a weird show. Yeah, <laughs> that does whatever they want. Yeah, and I love them for it. But at the same time, they're like nowhere and everywhere at the same time. Yeah, they're yeah. on Hulu, which uh, I totally need a friend of the show, Christy. Just log in. Anyways, uh, <laughs> and because uh, I got logged out, I got, got logged out of my uh, Hulu account. Anyways, and um, so yeah, but uh, I, to watch FX, yeah. right? And uh, I just never get around to watching it because like yeah. I always forget that. Oh shit, they have that. Oh shit, they have that. Right. Oh crap, they have this. Yeah. You know, honestly, because of shows like Legion, like Fargo, other things like that, and from the past too, that are long gone. Uh, I the keep Americans, it not, yeah. right, the Americans. Yeah. I keep tabs on on, on FX. Right, it's one of those. Sh- it's one of those uh, channels. Yeah. yeah, I hate to I al- say it, but it is. I also have it on my iTunes if you want. Okay, perfect. That's great. See, this is where you got to tell me what you have on your iTunes. Well, I try, but I don't really look at it well, well, for then, TV, anyways. For I mean, so many, I buy so many things. So. I don't know what the fuck you do. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that was I clearly the, the know why you're broke, though. Uh-huh. The, yeah, I clearly. The terror is also on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so that's my number four devs on FX. Check it out. You with the face, Grizzly Adams. You're number three. <laughs> My number three. Okay. You guys probably haven't seen this because it's very obscure. Mm. Uh, we are the champions on Netflix. We are the champions. Oh, what's that about? I've heard Enlighten me. I've, so, I've heard the song too. Yeah, yeah. That's all I, 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 I will have to pull up a, a little cheat sheet, but basically, We Are the Champions is Just like. Uh, that's what I do. That's what we're all doing. Literally, that's all we do. <laughs> well, that's I'm literally my cheat sheet this whole fucking show. <laughs> uh, so, We Are the Champions is. it's. It's like a, what were we talking about before? They're kind of like it's like a documentary-ish, okay, like a documentary. show, but it's it's not. We're we're in the sense of it's like a, I'm trying to think. So, it's a TV show, but each one is a, it's its own separate individual show of really obscure sports, extremely obscure sports. Oh, I have heard of this. Oh shit! Yes, yes, I so heard that's, of this. Right, that's all it is. It's only like six episodes or seven episodes. Isn't Yo Yo one of them or something? Yes, Yo Yo is yes, the last one. I heard about this. But they, they've said that they're gonna do like multiple seasons of it. So this is probably almost like more of their test run. They probably only did like six or seven episodes just to kind of get yeah, a feel. Yeah, then we're gonna get thirty. Yeah, because because right. the, the first Netflix episode was like, like the most famous. I forgot what it's called now. Dude, Netflix is doing a movie a week this year. Jesus Christ, twenty twenty one. Yeah, but their uh, no their their first episode was everyone's probably heard of it. I forgot the name of it. Highlight. It's it's where they no. It's where <laughs> they they Shut roll uh, they roll a cheese wheel down the uh, down. Oh the yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's in like a, they have to run down a down a hill. Like the UK. Actually, you're supposed England, to go grab it. You're yeah, no, to I know. It. It's yeah, some yeah, like tradition, of course. Problems. And then yeah, it's like a Belgium tradition. Or something. Yeah, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. So yeah, so there's, there's one of that. There's one of like frog jumping. There's one of like yo yo competitive yo yoing. Right. And right. Uh, so I think and I heard at the film cast. There's a couple others. So yes, it's it's. It's a good time. They're all short episodes, 30, 45 minutes. It's it's very entertaining. We're just looking at it. Kind it's of good because like, it's not strange. only entertaining, but you're learning about these things too, right? Like right. these sports. Yeah. And I, I look forward to seeing how crazy and obscure they can get because obviously the, the ones that they did now, mostly like America, Europe, but if they get like really out there, I mean, there are some crazy ass sports and like. There's a lot of cultures out there. A lot of cultures. You can make a lot of seasons. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Shit. So yeah. That's what it is. We're the champions. That's awesome. I actually Netflix. did want to check this out in general, so I'm yeah. glad that your endorsement is, might just do the, the final thing on that one. I will check it out. We are the champions on Netflix. We check it out. Are uh, the champions. Rothman do? Uh, I'm apparently just like one ahead of 
Matt here. Here comes. Okay. So my number three is season. Uh, is number three right? Correct. Right? Yeah, number yeah. three. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the boys, right? It's, it's the boys. I'm right behind. I'm right in front of Matt. The good old boys. I, I, listen, right. I I like it obviously more than Matt does by a little bit. But it's okay. Um, I mean, rankings are arbitrary. We're just having fun. Right. One hundred percent true. But anyways. Uh, I don't know. I like. Ju- I just like the fucking darkness of the show. I just. I love it. I love. What, I just want to see him bolt down uh, everyone. Right. One hundred percent. I want. I really do want him to. You know the. I love the fucked up thing with um, with uh, what's his name uh, uh, with the butcher and his wife. Oh yeah. my god, that whole story. And the kid and the that was cool. Oh, the kid. Oh my god. And then just like where you see this kid becoming like, oh dude, this kid's gonna become a piece of fucking shit. Like what a what what a undoing of all this work uh, that that the mom has done yeah. and just like. Just like the screw the the fucked up thing of like it doesn't yeah. matter because this homelander like homelander in the end has to be placated to but to a certain extent and that's where um, Esposito's character I love he just like I wish he had more screen time but I man, wish he had more screen time he had a good year but he, 2020 was a good year for him yeah I just like I just love the fact that how he just commands that he just commands that 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 whole that whole what's it called uh, oh, business yeah <laughs> he just commands that whole like that he, he's in charge and he knows it. Yeah. And he's like, I have, you are insignificant to the overall he's a, thing. He's a great actor. He's yeah. a great, great actor, actor, 100%, yeah. Uh, treasure we have with him. Anyways, um, and I, I don't know. I keep I mean, saying it, he comes from Banshee. Watch Banshee. Yeah, so he... So good. So what I like also is like, I like that whole like uh, thing with uh, Storm, what's her name? Stormfront. Stormfront. Mm-hmm. And I love her... I, I, Love her. And it darkness. sounds like it, it's like what's that? What's that? Uh, uh, that uh, conspiracy group that really exists? Um, uh, the one that Trump support, uh, supports Trump. QAnon. QAnon. Yeah. The whole thing with the storm in there. The, it's just so yeah. perfect. It's just so perfect. perfect. Yeah. They do, they do a really good name. job yeah. with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Slight side yeah. note with that, and uh, not not really spoilers. It's just. It's like she starts off as afraid as him, of of him, but then if you realize that he can't really kill her. Yeah. It's like, but then why are you afraid of him still? Because she goes from not being afraid of him to like being his ally to like being afraid of him again. But but it's like, but what are you afraid of? Because I mean, you've already th- proven they can't kill you. Why I didn't make my list because I feel like it, it wasn't didn't call just inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, still I'd good. It, but still good. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's fun. Exactly, dude. It's super fun. fun. And like, dude, how do you bring back the Nazis? Like, how, <laughs> how do you tie yeah, that yeah. in? Like, it's so great. And they did. I mean, they do. And both reality and dude, it's unreal. I mean, I. Non-reality. It's so dumb, and I love it. But at right. the same time, and, I do and, agree and with the other guy back. The the one I always look at him from the X Men movies because because he was a uh, oh he was Iceman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That guy. <laughs> he was so wholesome in that yeah. fucking movie. Oh my god. <laughs> so he goes from Iceman. So wholesome. And now he's, and now he's a fire. Yeah, pyro guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I did that on purpose. It's just funny. <laughs> they had to, By they the way, to his uh, his they ending for that is fantastic. Yes. What an asshole. What an asshole. What an asshole. His story arc. His story arc. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Like I just like. There's great moments in the show. Right. And that's what it is. And I and I overall like what they're doing with it. I they're going progressively with it. There's a there's a lot of flaws in the show. 100. percent But it's just that fun show to watch yeah. Yeah. man it's so great yeah so yeah that's yeah. my the boys season three yeah oh season two sorry season two season right. two uh my number three oscar what is your number three uh well one last thing on the boys because i'm not going to mention it again yeah um, is that they're going to bring in supernatural favorite uh the eccles guy oh dude i know oh, yeah. i heard about that yeah, yeah, yeah. and that guy could go evil dude he or can. good and he, it might be perfect for the boys because yeah, it's nice. made by the same guy who did might be the, the guy who did the boys did Supernatural, so okay. check that out in case for the future. So my number three is one that's definitely going to come up again. I'm pretty sure it's one of you guys or both of you guys is number one, but it's yeah. my number three. Here it goes. Is uh, Disney Plus yeah. the Mandalorian? There you go. That's a good one, man. Now I remember. Okay, it, I didn't include it last year because I didn't hadn't watch it. 
I hadn't seen it. Oh, dude. I hadn't seen all. I, don't, I, don't know if I, I saw the memes. Did I include it? I saw the baby. Uh, I, think I, I think I might have included it. You I don't, have. Did I include it? It might have been like nine or ten or something. Oh, like. I don't remember, but I made a, at least one list. Yeah, I'm, pretty sure was mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was mine. Um, I wish I had my list from last year. And Man, Mandalorian was. I think I have Season mine. two is even better. Is in my two, opinion. Even better, yeah. Way better. And I'm not talking about the, the reveal. By the way, I'm going to assume everyone's seen it. I'm not talking about the, the Skywalker reveal. I actually didn't like that. That was actually one of my least because I think we should stay away from Sky. I thought that's the reason I was liking the Mandalorian because it had nothing to do with Jedi's. But it had nothing to do with the this gigantic story. It's supposed to be like a big universe out there. But he, there's plenty here, of stories to here's tell. Here's the thing, and just a sidebar to that yeah. is I think, and I hope this is what they do. Is I hope, I think they just brought him in just for that, and then we'll never see him. Again. I hope that's so. what I think. I hope because so. if, at least if, if if that's what happens, I'm cool. Or at least they do I'm, it like I'm sporadically, totally, like yeah. for what I'm sorry. And they, if, 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 if they yeah. just brought Skywalker in just for like just this for that, part, maybe once. Oh and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Right. And By the way, I have a great video for you guys to watch after this. Yeah. But I mean, the and only problem with that is that, that now that they've is. fired up the fan base yeah. regarding and they're gonna might be pressured yeah. to do more. I just hope yeah. Disney Plus sticks to their guns and sticks with the, well, the theme of like these adventures. They're, they're obviously taking shit. a hiatus. Like, a, yes. like, hey, we're gonna take our yes. time to make the next one. We got pipeline uh, shows in the pipeline, and let's get. We'll, the we'll come things, back to season three. The best yeah. thing about Firefly, guys, in my opinion, is that it mixes Western with sci-fi. Dude, it does a great job. The best thing about it, great Mandalorian. Is the closest thing. I mean, a better version because more updated in technology and all that, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and graphics yeah. and all that stuff. So it's like a better version of that. Yeah. It's the only show I've seen that can topple Firefly in that regard. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I agree. like, it's worth it. Yeah, Mandalorian no, it, it is really worth is. it. It really is. Yeah, it's so worth it. And this ice spiders, Plus, the fucking the Boba random, fat. I love the, the every random detail cameos you fucking, get. Yes. great actors in it. Good um, acting. Yeah, Esposito again. Esposito. I, I mean, bad guy. I mean, it's great. He should just be a bad guy for everyone. He really should. Uh, <sighs> it's just so much fun. I was in everything. It's perfect. My favorite episode, for example, is the Ahsoka stuff. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. way they treat her as a Jedi, yeah. like a Spectre. And of course, now they're like going to bring her into it. So and they're, good. Yeah. And they're they're going to they're going Start, to like, hopefully three, three shows, ten shows. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to give the Star Wars like shows the the DC treatment. I, think. I mean the Arrowverse treatment. Yeah, I yeah, say. Like, oh yeah, the yeah, Arrowverse yeah, the treatment. Arrow. Which is probably one of their better shows, like live action. I hate to say it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. even though it's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, I think they've they found their niche because Star Wars there's only so much they can do for movies. I mean, they fucked up with the like, movies as far as movies. Well, well, so but that's what I mean. But right. now now that they now that they've kind of hit this I, home run, well, I, and if, I, they, if they could have John Favreau and Kevin Feige yeah. like running it, yeah. I mean, we'll talk more about this because I'm sure we got Mandalorian. I'm sure we do. But yeah. Yeah. No, well, Kevin Feige's like the overall like Kevin Feige started taking over Star Marvel. Wars. No, he he's started doing, getting oh, into Star Wars. That? I guess like he. Too. Well, what I, yeah. what I like, I think I think uh, Rogue One kicked it off, saying, "Hey, yes. we got an in between stuff yes. going on here, and yeah. we can do Rogue stuff." One's cool. And Rogue One was a great a Star Wars story, right? It's yeah. just a great little thing in its own world, and yeah. and they're like, you know what? Let's milk. They just this. gotta get yeah. off their but, asses about but, like, this but, idea but the, to be so. Yeah. Yeah, but the problem with that is because is they're like, if it's not a billion dollar movie, it's it's not worth it. Well, that is because I thought Solo was okay. I thought it was good enough to keep it running, but like everyone's like, oh, this is the death of all the movies and after they did after Solo didn't do that good they yeah. can the rest of yeah. them but I, I mean I honestly I feel they were just trying to make their money back from all the money they spent to buy the series the, the yeah. show yeah. And, yeah I mean but, but listen, I, I, I think their bread and butter is yeah. going to be these TV shows For sure. because it's going to drive everyone to I Disney mean Plus. John Favreau already in, saved Marvel in one now year. he's saving Star Wars right, right. <laughs> like in one year yes. put it this way guys in one year I mean I hate to say this because yeah. HBO is my favorite channel Obviously, yeah, and Netflix also is a strong second. Yeah. I mean, Netflix is just content, 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 right? Yeah. And, they, and they hit it home sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah a lot of um, stuff fails, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, 
Well, the, but yeah, I hate to say this, but Disney English. Plus is becoming a huge contender. It really yeah. is. Jesus Christ, I mean, it's too it much. Really is, yeah. I hate to admit it. I hate. Yeah, I agree. But goddamn. I mean, God I'm looking forward to what they got. I'm not gonna lie. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Mandalorian, my number three. Anyway, we can awesome. start go, to go back on yeah. this. Um, check it out if you haven't yet. Who hasn't? I, anyway, everybody. Right. So your number. All right, my number two, two. is way higher than the Ralphie's here. My number two is Tiger King. Hey. Your number two is Tiger King. Wow, yeah. Wow. It's just such a white trash show. It's so good. It's so good. Like, like I almost feel like the equivalent of like some like the white chick like watching The Bachelor or just something. Bro, I felt just, this. Is, is this way. like the guy so, version of that or something? I, I, it feels kind of like, like it just feels like this redneck train wreck. It's such a oh my god, this is so It's a slow motion train wreck. You think every time you're like, it can't get more fucking. It can't get more ridiculous. And, this, and it does. No, the best part is yeah. that it's all true. That's the fucking best yeah. part. Well, and it, well, what's even crazier point, is like yes, Ralphie yeah. kind of touched on this. Maybe he forgot a little bit. But the reason they have all this footage is because a guy lived with this Tiger right, King yeah. guy for years, and he was going to do a documentary on it. Right. That's where all this footage came from. Was he was going to do a documentary on this guy, and then. He then, lost like, it all, three yeah. quarters of his footage got burned to the yep. ground on purpose from an arson. Yeah. And so, like, that's where a lot of this came from. This is, is the most I've ever found out about the show, by the way. I still don't know. It's unreal. It. Yeah. It's unreal. It's okay. now, I'm sure they're going to touch even more into it because they're already doing spinoffs and all kinds of crazy shit. And, you know, Carol Baskin's like. Yeah, you know, they insane. have a live action movie. I think I saw a trailer for it. Nicolas Cage. They're talking or about doing something Nicolas like that. Cage. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it just, it's just so. Good. I mean, it, it, obviously, anything could be better, and they could have like tied it together, and they they, they kind of dragged it along a little bit, right, uh, for the plot. But it it was good. It was good. Being true to Netflix, yeah, they love yeah, dragging on. They do, yeah. Okay. Um. So that's your number two. Man, that's high. Yeah. I know. Tiger King. Uh, Roth, your number. I mean, my number two is uh, Mandalorian season two. It's one hundred. Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. Here's all, here's all the doubles. Yeah, there's all the doubles. Yeah. Actually, I think my number one is different from everybody, but we'll see. Um, and uh, I gotta say, Giancarlo uh, Esposito, um, Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, all these people, fantastic. Even the most I'd like Gina Carano ever as in this show. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's good. What's it called? Even Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yes. Yeah. Bill Burr is a I, thought, good I, actor. I liked his uh, his He's whole little arc. He I'm almost saved that movie that I didn't like so much. Oh, uh, well, I know which one you're talking about. The King about. of Staten yeah, Island. Island. <laughs> um, I got to say, they're a good not, actor, not right? got, literally home run. Literal home run, right? Yes. Um, and it's, uh, it's, like Oscar said, it's a fantastic sci-fi western. I mean, the you bring Boba Fett back. Yeah. You, it does a great job with that. And just like making him feel honorable, but at the same time still like this 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 uh Can we talk about this Boba menace? Fett actor real quick? Yeah. Where where did he come from? He's he was not the original Boba Fett guy. No, I, he's that's not. what I thought. I don't he's from the prequels. He's from the prequels. He's, okay. he's, the, the he's, a, he's the clone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what, what when she says to him, Gina Carano's character I, says to him, I've like, I've heard your voice a thousand times. I've heard your voice a thousand times. I've right. never seen the prequels. It's okay, buddy. You're not missing out. You're not missing out. But we'll watch them one day. Yeah. Just, sure. to, just, just to do it. And then we'll be pissed drunk. Anyways. Yes. Um, that goes without saying. I think I can only watch it drunk. Right. Uh, at one point, somebody has a high ground. You'll right. figure it out, though. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> that being said, Mandalorian, fantastic. I mean, I love just uh, so much lore, so much amazing stuff going on in this. Um, even uh, Baby Yoda. Well, we get a name, Grogu. So adorable. We get a Grogu. And I right? love the name, by the way. I'm fine with the name. I'm I fine with the name also. Names. And I yeah. love, I, I think my favorite episode is that when he's eating the fish eggs. Because it's so funny. And people got and so it's triggered. It's so horrifying. It's so horrifying at the same right. time, right? Like, and people got little, so triggered about it. Right. Yeah, he predator. is a little predator, right? Yeah, it's and um, it's just that you got to remember, he's, he's just because he looks like a baby, he's like older than 
older than our Mandalorian. Older than me. Yeah, older than all of us, right? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. the sound came out when you were born, right? Yeah, thank um, you. Thank for you. movies. Yeah. So yeah, like, it's, I don't know, man. It's just a great show to watch. Um, I love the ending. And at the same time, I'm very, very hesitant to see what's going to happen. Just like you said with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And stuff like that. And uh, we'll see, though. And I love the Ahsoka Tano stuff. Um, they're just the tie-ins they're doing with Rebels, yeah. with uh, Star Wars uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars, They're right. doing a lot of the little tie-ins, and yeah. I'm like, man, I wish I fucking finished those seasons, yeah. and I'm trying to go back to watching yeah, them. Yeah, I've only seen like three seasons at best. I saw like those. five of them. I'm like yeah. two seasons behind, so I'm like, I gotta finish. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, dude, I mean, I don't know, Disney Plus is... Especially with this show, it's just doing fantastic, and it's literally one of those shows that I was watching it week by week because if I went to work the next day, everybody was talking about it. They're like, Rafa, get the fuck away from us because we're gonna go talk about it. And literally, we, <laughs> the, la- the the last episode, one guy didn't see it, and he's in the break room, and we're like, Joe, turn around, get the fuck get out. out. We're talking about Mandalorian. He literally just walked. And he eats lunch in the break room yeah. all the time, and he literally walked out and ate lunch like by himself somewhere else because I was like, dude, like I, we were talking about it, like the, you're the Mandalorian. Get the fuck I out. mean. I, I've got a feeling somehow we're going to be talking about this a little bit more with one of our conversations, but yeah. I'm going to bring it up now. Is The Mandalorian kind of did, especially this whole, almost this whole season, what Game of Thrones like did. They, they mm. reached Game of Thrones where it's like you had to watch the you episode really did, yeah. that night because yeah. it was like, holy yeah. shit. It, I, I didn't, but, I, like, but yeah. I, I'm good at avoiding it. But it did feel it, that way, it, right? Yeah, I think a lot of that, just so many people, yes. right? Um, yes. What I like a lot about it is like, you see Mando's um, like he, there's obviously a bending point for him. It's not all about the code. There's somewhere he well, has well, to after go. he found out he was in a cult, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying after like, he finds out he's in a cult, super right? dealt with the way I wanted exactly, it to, but yeah. he still he no. It, it was it was dealt kind of shittily. Yeah. But just being brought up, the fact that and then like starts yeah. he starts being his own person. And that's what's really yeah. cool about it. Um, so yeah, I'm totally, the best car armor. Jesus, the best car armor. Better is than I thought it was. Oh my god, so my much better. But at the same time, it's you like the unstoppable force with you, the no, immovable no, object. But you thing. did, you did see at one point where where it can break. Yeah, there is enough pressure somewhere where it can break, yeah. and you saw it with a dark saber. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that. But it's so funny because the best car armor. He's like so. Uh, what, what's the word I'm working for? He. He's so reckless because he's just like, oh, I got best car armor. He's he's blasted all the time. He is reckless, but at the same time, like, he doesn't oh, want God. to be reckless. A lot of times, he doesn't want to be reckless because you can tell it obviously hurts him. Yeah, like, that, yeah. That, that doesn't bother me. But as but, much. but it's it's One, it's funny because it's it's almost like the irony of it where he's like this good bounty hunter killer. Yeah, but he just he could you could tell it like without the best car armor he gets smoked left right. And right. Yeah, I agree. No, like, I agree. He's not like this. We're dangerously close up. So secret. He just dodges everything. He just gets nailed all the time. We're dangerously close up. Just reviewing in the show right now but I want to say one thing and that the one thing I didn't like is that how they treat stormtroopers yeah uh, they hit Mando all the time it's a joke no no they're the worst no not even as a, not, in the past they weren't actually the worst no they were this yeah. one they actually are it's a joke yeah, it they don't hit anything they no. only hit Mando. him when yeah. he has the when he has the best car armor yeah surprisingly never hit him when he's not yeah. or when he's right. vulnerable no, I agree. no I agree. one hits anyone else yeah. yeah it's so bad no, I agree. Unpredictable. I agree. Yeah. and it's kind of bad yeah. yeah, that's bad. Yeah, but that being said, don't be wrong. Boba still Fett fantastic show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Boba, the introduction of Boba Fett right. or the reintroduction of Boba Fett, fantastic. Right. Uh, right. Mandalorian season two, my number two, perfect fitting. Oscar number two. What do you got? My number two is a show that's available on Netflix, but it's uh, an ESPN. Oh snap! No, that's you're gonna do it, aren't you? You're doing it. He's doing it. You're doing, I'm doing it. it. The last dance. The last I dance. knew it. The last motherfucking dance. Number, uh, I don't have it on. I've never saw. I haven't seen you it. You haven't seen it? No. Get the I fuck know. out of my show. And that's probably no. No. Get the too. fuck out of my show. Yeah. I hate sports, dude. And I, I and it's, it's my number two. Too. I know. I mean, that's that's, that's a huge one. thing. I thought about that because when, when we were talking about how like 
how Disney's on an upswing and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's got to be Ross number one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to read the thing just in case for, yeah, just in case people like Matt who hasn't seen it. it it's uh, on my list of the shows I wanted to watch before this I've seen 10. this show three times I and know, I'm willing to watch sorry. it before. Oh, wow. I will watch it again, though. Yeah, I was only seen it once. But charting the rise of the 1990s Chicago Bulls led by Michael Jordan, one of the most notable dynasties in sports or like history. Like and this is purely half personal, half Jesus Christ, what amazing documentary filmmaking yeah. they do here. I mean, I fantastic. praise I the know. editor. I, I will buy him dinner. Or them, whatever I mean. At Michael Jordan's House? No, well, no, okay. no it's, not. it's expensive. <laughs> it really expensive. Yeah. My bank. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what an amazing show! Yeah. It's a series, of course. Uh, every episode is uh, about an hour, right? An hour. Yeah, a little under with yeah. the commercial break. Yeah, you think of the commercial break, but it's on Netflix, so no commercials. It's great, yeah. Yeah. and it just runs in an awesome pace, and it covers like yeah. all the major Bulls players, and obviously the history of every kind of thing, every kind of decision you can imagine regarding about like what perfect mix they had to be there for in time to be the legends that they are. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And also kind of like makes you feel equally sad that they couldn't, you know, make it work for one more because you know one more, right? But, you know, they had four. Yeah. It's a great fucking run. Yeah. It's amazing what they pulled off. And I love all the like, it treats the other teams when they were coming out, the Nuggets, the fucking Suns, the fucking Detroit Pistons, all this stuff, they treat them like villains. It's like these yeah. fucking awesome mini bosses or something yeah. to the end. It's so good. Watch it. You... With the I face, know, I'll know. come over. Well, fucking, wa- I don't I'll care. Whatever it. excuse yeah, I mean, you I'm literally, I'm down to, to watch it. I can binge that in one day, even though it's ten hours. Right. Yeah. And obviously, this is the only time in my life where I gave a shit about sports. At least, yeah. I remember passion. that time. Yeah, it was with a big passion. time for us. Yeah, I was young, but not that yeah. young. I remember we all played basketball in the house. Even dad, right. I remember the whole thing with his father being like the only killed time I watched shit. basketball. I was growing up. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. we've seen him live. Like, yeah. we've seen him play yes, live. We've seen yeah. him live. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Obviously, it helps that we live in Chicago. Oh, one hundred percent. But yeah, it's a great time. So yeah, the last dance. Uh, no regrets. Oh, this is number two. My number two, number one, feel the same. Yeah. I couldn't decide what, but I, yeah, I hear you. Up yeah, this, I hear you. This way. So your number one. Your number, number one, Matt. Number one's Mandalorian. There you go. Mandalorian, you of course. Here's you the made last Luke Mando. proud, buddy. You make Luke proud, of course. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I think we all did in the it's end. The only triple yeah. we have. It, it, it is the uh, only triple. My uh, my like weird caveat to this is like I I enjoyed Mandalorian a lot, especially because. I don't. It's not that I don't enjoy Star Wars a lot. It's just I don't. I've, I've seen the movies, and that's about it. And I haven't even seen one, two, and three. I know I'm not missing much, but I haven't seen like any of the side shows, like Rebel Wars or, uh, or what, Clone, Wars. Clone Wars. Clone Wars, right? I would, yeah, Clone Wars is Star a cool Wars Rebels watch, or whatever it's called. But to be honest with you, All it's bad. a little hard to watch now because yeah. it feels a little dated. dated. But it's still and the good. animation also. And the animation so, feels yeah. dated. That's yeah. the other problem. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the other side stuff. But like, yeah, I wouldn't tell you to watch Clone Wars until you watch the first three because it makes no sense then. Because yeah. yeah. it's talking about shit that you're like you haven't even seen. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. That's about it. Yeah, we did say a lot of the Mandalorian already, but it's uh, uh, a no surprise. But B, what else can you say? We said everything. I think. Exactly. It was, we it's mentioned just, everything. And it, I, I would say also with the Mandalorian is even if you don't watch like me. All the other Star Wars, it's still extremely enjoyable. Yeah, I, yeah, I really I didn't watch even, a lot of them. Even out all of like the little tidbits, yeah. because like I've I read a lot on IGN and stuff of like, yeah. oh well, here's like all the stuff that you missed if you weren't a Star Wars fan and shit like that. And so I'm sure it was you know, more enjoyable for them. You know what's a good analogy to that and a good uh, good like, comparison uh-huh. is that I compare Fargo to the same thing. Like Fargo, uh-huh. you don't have to watch all the Coen Brothers movies to get all these Easter eggs and yeah. references. Same thing with that. You don't have to read all the books or watch you know all these shows of yeah. Star Wars to understand. Yeah, yeah you'll get more. St- You're like, oh yeah, that's. 
that's the symbol from that one. Right. But yeah. you don't need it. Yeah. You just watch it. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And, and like we talked about, and that's my big thing with like Luke Skywalker, I think personally, mm-hmm. I think that at least their intention, unless they get pressured to, I mm-hmm. think their intention was for him to just take Grogu and then whatever happens after that, they'll probably segue. But I think that's the only time we're going to see him because, and the reason I think that the most is because of which... It's mostly praised, but I'd say one of the more criticized things of of uh, Mandalorian was that uh, the whole CGI face thing and all of that. Yeah, where they could yeah, just use like an actor for it. But yeah. I think if if they had a longer term plan for Luke, I think they would have used an actor, and I think that proved that they didn't have a, like a long term. That, or they're waiting for tech to be even better when it moves. Maybe because that's why it's that's very why, nearly. That's great. a reason why they didn't have a move. They just had him talk, and then when they had him talk, it didn't look as great. Yeah. Having him just stand still, it but, still looked but great. But have you though. seen yeah, all those? Like, still was great. Have you seen yeah. like all those internet conspiracy theories of? And they have a good point. Of, I forgot the actor's name, but they could have just used the guy who played Bucky Barnes. He looks. Like him. Oh, like, holy shit! Yeah, he does. A lot. Wait, what? No, the the guy who played Anakin, right? Looks like him now. It's crazy. Looks like oh, Bucky Barnes too. The actor who plays Bucky. The actor who plays Bucky Barnes looks the Winter just Soldier. Like fucking yeah. Looks he like look- Hayden Christensen. Yes. Or oh, the kid. Well, no, he. The kid. No, you talking about like the kid? Uh, no, he looks, looks like, like Mark Hamill. He looks, looks like, like oh, Luke Mark Hamill. Sorry, sorry. Looks like Luke Skywalker. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, okay, lot. I'll get into it. Well, not right now, but we'll get. Yeah, in, I'll get yeah, into. Yeah, I, I got a little part. deep into that just from like looking this at. Sounds shit. like a conspiracy hall that we do not. It, have time it was. For. It was one of those like subreddit crazy things. But yes, so I, I would say, and uh, the only reason I'm going down that rabbit hole is because John Favreau and, and those others, they have listened to audiences in the past. So I feel if they really had a long-term plan with them, they probably would have done it because now at this point it would just be weird if they did like a CGI Luke Skywalker and then they actually brought him to a next season with an actual actor that mm. would be like oh this is really yeah. weird now yeah. so I don't think they have any plan for him okay so yeah that's Let's what I got see. that's a good that's a good reason for, for yeah. that maybe alright so that's your number one you're number one Rock my number one I didn't think you'd have it on there Oscar but you did and it's the last dance I told you when I saw it like, I, I mean, don't know where my top ten is going to be I but I know it's going to be on there I mean this is Lons probably the bitches. best uh, docu series that I've seen, yeah. Um, yeah. Without, I, I don't think I don't. I haven't had anything compared to it, honestly. I mean, yes, it's biased. Yes, it's the Bulls. Um, this, it's the '90s Bulls. You know, like this is my history. Um, this is my upbringing. This is me loving basketball. This is me. Right. Uh, just a lot of things, but seeing all the in betweens, getting all that extra stuff. I was so young then. You know, just watching all this it. footage, man. It all got, that footage is fantastic. Yeah. Getting all that, I mean, I saw this. I saw the show three times because I started watching it about myself, and then I started watching it with friends, and then I added another friend, so I had to rewatch it, and I just kept rewatching it, and it was fantastic. And it yeah. was like I, I brought people into it, people who never would have, I never would have thought would watch it with me. Yeah, and it's just that good of a show. Yeah, you know, and it's the last dance, my man, my boy, my boy. So like, um, it, I don't know, man. It's just like the footage, the I mean, just like the pressure, like. And you talk about a guy, Michael Jordan, who like you you talk about his upbringing from the '80s, starting from the Bulls and everything like that, to where he went. He, like they had to make a team for him, right? To work out, yeah, and stuff like that. And you see, like that's a man who who wanted the pressure. That's a man who wanted. I and mean, you see the level of pettiness he has, the level of competitive. It isn't, it isn't just talent. It's he just really no, had to want it. A lot of and a he lot of it is want dick to do it. And you know what? And that's fine. But right. you know what? You talk about. And I, and I bring this up a lot, and I brought this up a lot this year so far, and it's that thing where it's like, I hate to say it, I bring up Steve Jobs a lot for this. Steve yeah. Jobs, wh- he wasn't the smartest man in the room. 
Right, but notorious you know for was? being. But right. he, you, know, you know what he was? He was the asshole, and the guy who made you, he he got everything from you. Well, it definitely pushes that as as a thing to motivate. It is a motiv- big motivation factor, and that's what Michael yeah. Jordan was. But the difference was Michael Jordan was the most talented guy in the room, right? And he demanded your one hundred percent, even if you're one hundred percent, was only his fifty percent. He right. demanded that from you because that's what he expected out of you. Right. And watching those interviews with other people, with Steve Kerr and stuff like that, yeah. I mean, it's just fantastic. And yeah. honestly, I like, loved everything about it. I mean, and you can see the drive and the just the will. You see him do this watching the watching him watch the other people talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just a great show, great documentary, um, great times to see it. And I remember everything, everything that happened while I was alive. Obviously, bored that happened with the Bulls. It was fantastic, man. I, I it was obviously a trip down memory lane, but at the same time, it was it was cool the to get golden those, age of ba- basketball. Oh, one hundred percent, yeah. It was yeah. all that in between. I mean, he played with all the greats, literally yeah. all the greats. Yeah, all the greats, and he helped. Paved the future for what basketball is now. Yeah. I mean, you have all Shaquille, these NBA stars, Malone, Magic. I mean, oh my right. god, uh, Kobe. I mean, dude, come Jesus. on. I mean, he considered Kobe his little brother. Yeah. One, you know, like it was. It, it's just a, f- a fantastic, fantastic pivotal time. Pivotal time, one hundred percent. And just the footage that they had, they were holding back for this thing, <laughs> dude. It was fantastic. I saw it on ESPN, and then it came out to Netflix, and I haven't seen it on Netflix yet mm-hmm. without the ads, even though they have like little small commercial breaks yeah. that are built into it. Um, it just worked out for me, man. It was um, it's one of the best docu series, if not the best, currently right. out there. Um, that's um, the Last Dance, and uh, I mean, I don't think we'll ever have a team that close besides the Golden State Warriors that came that close. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah, it's a different time, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, fantastic, fantastic doc on Michael Jordan and yep. the Bulls and the Bulls. All right, so as your number one, a ESPN show on Netflix, The Last Dance. My number one is another docu series. Obviously, it's slightly better, but really, uh, these oh. two are the same. And the reason I put it number one is because it's from HBO, and this is clearly the winner this year as my channel yeah. favorite preference. Uh-oh. And it's one mentioned previously. It's <gasps> I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Wow, yeah. That was a really good. I'll Be really Gone good, in yeah. the Dark surprised the shit out of me. I, I was really surprised the shit out of me, I sat too. down just to watch one episode, and I'm watching three, and the next day, I, I, as soon as I got home from work, I'm watching three more. So I, so I, yeah, I almost uh, I fell asleep at midnight one night, right. and I work at 4 a.m., and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is rough, but I just had to finish this episode. Exactly. <laughs> one last time here. A gripping examination of the unsolved solve crimes of the Golden State Killer who terrorized California in the 70s and 80s. And it really is a very, very interesting, well-made progression of this man's crimes. And more importantly, the type of men- like mental state that it led for, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Panazzo's by Michelle McNamara, um, like the road she took upon herself, her passion, her like ego regarding it, or her like her neuroses regarding it, her stubbornness, everything about it. It's like unhealthy for her, for sure, especially mm-hmm. where it went. But like, man, she wanted to catch this guy. And she kind of makes it like she's the one, she's the exception that proves the rule that a podcaster or a journalist at, the, at her level at, at the time yeah. could really change the outcome of yeah. reality. I mean, it's it crazy. change the outcome of reality. Yeah. And I love that letter she wrote about him. Oh, my God. It's the, fantastic. The, that she never got to read to him or whatever. Yeah. It's just a perfect. Uh, it also brings a lot of humanity in here. That's what it's really what a case like this needs. A lot of them tend to be colder. A lot of these shows. Of yeah, no pun intended. But yeah. No, they tend to be colder. Yeah. And no, no pun cold cases. Yeah. Cold cases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, thank you. I was like, yeah. colder. I don't know. Um, and they be kind of colder, firmer. Or they stick to too, te- too much technicality. They really do, yeah. This one has all of that, but it just brings so much heart 
and warmth in this movie. It really does. In yeah. the show, sorry. And it's so well made. Well, I think they highlight the right things, which is the victims. Yes, they highlight the victims. Right, exactly. Yeah, and part of that's because, you know, a lot of other shows, again, if they know who the killer is, they tend to focus too much on the killers. Yeah. And since we don't know who he is until later on, um, it's perfect. It's yeah. just a perfect blend. It, it works out for them. So, great. yeah. I'll Be Gone in the Dark, surprisingly well-made. You know, I have the show I mentioned a few times uh, where we talk about supernatural stuff. We also talk about serial killers. And my friend and I, who, who run the show, we you know we thought about doing the Golden State Killer, right? The original yeah. Night Stalker. But we said no after the show came out because we're like, we can't do anything this show cannot do better. Really? Yeah. That's we, great. We said we're not going to do it as a topic because this show did it way better than we yeah. ever could. We ever could. So... That's how we ended up on it. That's my. That's the highest endorsement I could give, I guess, for it. So check it out on HBO Max. I'll be gone in the dark. First of all, there's no backstabbing going on here. It's time for me to move on. This will be Phil's last year as the coach of the Bulls. Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last? Um, And that is it for our top 10 TV shows of 2020. And there's a lot of voice in the background. I apologize for that. But this is a live. We have a live studio audience that doesn't care. Um, And then we're going to get into some honorable mentions. (laughs) I just made her. I guess I made her self-conscious. That's okay. Um, um, now we're going to get to our normal mentions here. Uh, Matthew, what are your normal mentions? All right. I'll make a couple quick. Walking Dead, obviously. but Walking Dead, obviously. The, the, the reason I'm saying that Just ma- mainly is because this is the official last season. They announced this is the last season of Walking oh, Dead. Okay. So they're wrapping it up. I've heard it's it's on the upswing again, like mm-hmm. I talked about last year, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to like go out really good. So, other than that, uh, honorable mention of Ruby, which I've talked about in the past too. Mm-hmm. Rwby, uh, that's right. It's again a really good show. It started off as like an internet TV show, basically, off of uh, Rooster Teeth, which is still on roosterteeth.com, but they stream it off of Crunchyroll and things like that. And uh, it was the guy who made Red versus Blue, the uh, the Halo like comedy series. Oh, was uh, it a comedy? Yeah, it's, I always forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just took like the Halo game engine and they just I don't know turned it into some weird internet popular uh, thing. But this is like his his show, which he passed away like two years ago now. Okay. So now they're they're like picking it up, but it's a good show. Uh, Blood of Zeus, Blood of Zeus. Uh, oh yeah, Blood, uh, yeah, that's the other one we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I didn't finish that one. That was my mistake. I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't finish it. I'm two episodes away, but that's kind of what I was segueing into. That's what I was talking about Castlevania, where they're like they're trying to get get on this anime level. Yeah. And Blood of Zeus is okay. Uh, I wish the animation was better. The, the, yeah, Personally. but the animation itself, like still animation, it's good. It's just yeah, the action's not like quite there. It's kind of yeah. choppy. I don't know. Yeah. My Hero Academia, honorable, which we've talked about. But also, I mean, it was like half last year, half this year. It's a really good right. show, really great show. Mm-hmm. But uh, just made it in the honorable mention because that. And also, last honorable mention, Primal. Primal is a Primal. show with a Jendi. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Jendi Tartovsky is. I'm gonna say. Yeah, sure. didn't that come out in 2019 though? I think it, no, it was 2019 and 2020 because okay. it was like six episodes, but he released them like months and months apart. Oh, okay, okay. I, I looked at it. Oh, kind of like Rick and Morty. Yeah. 
Okay. Kind of. But he he's another one. He made Samar Jack. He made um, Clone Wars, or at least started Clone Wars. I think he started it. Yeah. Like, because yeah. it started with animation, then moved to like 3D animation, which wasn't him or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Something like that. But anyway, Jenny Tartowski's really, really good with with uh, shows. He's he's a he's a very slow burner. Everything that he does is really, really slow paced and methodical, but it's got a really good payout at the end. Okay. So that's, I, I watched like two episodes of Primal really good, and I want to finish that up. All right. That's it. I will mention. So, uh, Ralph, you have any? Yeah, I didn't finish a lot of shit. So, just for right. the stuff that I finished, though. Right. Uh, for sure, Rick and Morty is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the uh, same thing with, uh, what's it called? Um, My Hero Academia would be one of them. Um, Upload. I saw Upload. It wasn't a bad show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been meaning to it watch It wasn't that. a bad show. It was a funny show to watch. Um, uh, but, yeah, it was like, I, I expected, I guess I wanted more from it. It wasn't just that great. Right. Um, and that's really all I got from honorable mentions because I really okay. didn't finish. A lot of stuff I watched is old stuff, so I've been into that. You know, one of the problems of this year for me, because I usually watch more shows. I watch yeah. like 20-something, and uh, 26, I think. And my main problem is that I just, you know, with maybe it was the year, right? The pandemic and political and BLM and a lot of problems. Maybe it was that. I just, I just kept seeking out old, comforting shows. But I did, I did do a lot of rewatching. Or like watching old shows that maybe I've never seen before, things like that. So I didn't watch as much as I should have. But my honorable mentions are The Expanse. The reason I didn't make it because it came out so late that in 2019 that I must have seen it, you know, whatever. And it's been so long, and I don't remember a whole lot of it. Last yeah. week tonight, Rick and Morty, uh, The Outsider, which is another HBO uh, cop uh, cop shows, but it blends supernatural mm-hmm. monsters in it. Um, another one is B Stars. What's that? A beast, you know, B Stars. No. You don't know Beastars? No. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's an anime. So I don't know what year in anime world Beastars? it came Beastars? You never heard of Beastars? No. Okay. It's uh, If you're into, f- f- as, as a sexuality thing, if you're into f- furries, Beastars is your oh, show. Oh, God. That's all so I have to say. Hard pass, yeah. Not a hard yeah. pass. Not a hard pass. It's so good. All right, all right. It is all right. so fun. I'll watch an episode. I'll I wa- see. Like, see, and I saw the whole thing in like one night. It oh, was wonderful. Right. It was just so much fun. B-Stars. All right. Uh, hopefully you're not squeamish. Uh, another one is Run. Didn't finish it. Kind of sucked. Uh, the Umbrella Academy. I really like the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. I think they're a little too far up their own ass a little bit. Um, what we, is, oh, here's a, a really close one. My number 11. What We Do in the Shadows. Season 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very fun. Man, yeah. so much fun. His it's dark another ma- FX show, isn't it? It is an FX show, yes. His Dark Materials, I didn't even finish season two. It was great. So though, tell me I why it. I didn't even realize season two came out. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, everyone's watching His Dark Materials. I was like, oh, they're probably just catching up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, season two came out. Yeah, season two I came didn't out. know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed part season one, and I was like, ah, oh, fucking cliffhanger. Bosch almost made it. Usually it makes the list. It didn't make it this time. I yeah. think that even though Bosch is still great, I think it might have been his worst, the worst season so far, unfortunately. Um, and The Undoing, which is um, Hugh Grant acting well. Oh, that's right. That's, you told me about that. Yes, he's acting <laughs> really good. I remember you told me that. You're right. You're right. He's well, yeah. doing the bedazzled bullshit right, <laughs> right now. That's right, good. right, 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 right. So he's a he's a good actor in this one. So yeah, yeah, totally digging him. So yeah, check it out, guys. And those are that's it for our show. We don't, we don't, do we have? Uh, you want to do disappointments or anything else? I uh, missed opportunities. Or missed opportunities. Yeah, right? I mean, dude, I yeah. for sure missed out on uh, Fargo, Westworld. I didn't finish Raised by Wolves. Man, I'm like, it's just a, it's I just such a hard show to watch. It know? is. You need to uh, focus. You need to focus. You want. Dude, you I can interest. only watch one episode at a time. To be honest with you, it's, it's such a. So, Selena, I never finished. Oh, I never watched that. Um, I, I, I started watching it. It was okay so far. I started watching this Korean drama called Run On. That um, it's totally just like a guilty pleasure. But uh, yeah, it was cool for me. So yeah, yeah, okay. Anything you you missed out on, Matt? No, just uh, raised by wolves. That, Raised that by was wolves. like yeah. the main thing that I wanted to see because I'm 
I, I pay for it, so I've been trying to get into more of HBO Max <laughs> yeah. stuff. For me, any anime out there that I haven't seen. Yeah. It, I, I honestly hope that they... I hope Watchmen wasn't a one-off. I hope they do a second season. Even if it's probably not going to be as good as the first season, I hope they do a second yeah. season. That's me personally. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It's interesting. You're still living on the high of Watchmen, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of... Uh, what, what's that detective show? True, True detective, detective. Where like it might be totally different the second season, but maybe yeah. it'll work, maybe it won't. I don't know. All right. Well, as you can tell, everyone out there listening, that we're trying to speed through the ending here, so let's just get to it now. You have been listening this entire time to another movie podcast. I want to say thank you again for Matthew, a special guest host. Thank you for the invite. Your annual host. Thank you. Next time, uh, you always say you always promise to watch more, so hopefully that promise you know stays He's to done watch it so far. even more shows. Hey, I, even if it's I one had more. the list prepped way ahead of time yeah. compared to what it was last he was, year. He was yeah. excited. He came to me before oh, I asked him. Like, he really hey, did, yeah. Are you still, are you still down for another uh, He's like, wait, I wasn't going to invite you. <laughs> to me. Like, shit, he's in it. He's in it to win it. So we're going to see what happens next year. Thanks for joining us, everyone. You can follow me personally on Twitter and on Letterboxd at Armin Filmmaker, which is Filmmaker with A-R-M-E-N. Ruff? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Don Rafael underscore between the Rafa and the L and you can follow me on Twitch at Sue Trauma that's S-I-O-U-X T-R-A-U-M-A I love playing COD I love getting wins okay <laughs> but does it happen? never or right. sometimes yes especially now with me um, hey hey you play your role okay <laughs> and uh, but at the same time I like playing other random indie games but mainly I love playing multiplayer games with my friends right. and that's the thing I love to stream yeah you do do that a lot I do uh, I, sh- I guess I should mention my Twitch which is on Chicago Chicagoost SOS yeah. on Twitch. Uh, I don't do it every time. I try to do it once a week on Tuesdays. Yeah. And I play any game, but usually, you know, single player. I got to say, we should do games. a Don't Starve together session. We could do a Don't Starve. You want, you want to do Don't Starve? We can on PC, yeah. On it has to be PC. I don't have PC. Ooh, rough. We'll have to figure this we'll out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure but it out. I love me some Don't Starve. Yeah. I listen, I've been trying to get other games, but I'm, oh, okay. I'm willing if to If you're play. getting into Don't Starve, I mean. I mean, I've never actually played it longer than like 30 minutes so yeah, I've we'll never go. played any shorter than 3 hours well there you go I guess it's so, a 3 hour session but. okay <laughs> anyway that's my jam right there I, mean, I had to stop myself from playing it I bet much. Yeah. I blink and I'm like oh it's Tuesday now um, so anyway uh, remember we are a bi-weekly show except for this season of, to- of Countdown so next week not two weeks but next week we're going to release our last Countdown show where we discuss our top 10 discoveries of 2020 and yes we will explain Darn what tune. that is yep. Darn tune. And I don't know if Luke is joining us. It might just be us two, unless we can find someone else with a discovery list. Um, so anyway, until then, uh, I'm Oscar. I'm Ralph. And you are. Yet. There you go. See you later. See you guys. Bye. 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 What the hell was that?